Listening to episode 154 of the Inaudible Ruckus podcast. I'm back with my big bro, Vinny Mac, and we're going to discuss a lot of things, man. This school scandal that's going on, man. These rich folks thought that they can just skate on through and drop a check and let their kids get into college. Uh uh uh, not so fast. We're also going to talk about Russell Westbrook. We talked about it last episode, but we're going to go further into it, man, getting into it with the fans. And we're just going to talk about how the fans got to chill at some of these games and stuff, man. Like, and then also this lady got mauled by a Jaguar. So, you know, it's a lot as far as like being a spectator, man. You just got to know your role, man. And shut your fucking mouth. Anyway, uh, also a lot of news happening in the NFL free agency. We're going to talk about that. And then we got a topic, man, that I want to dig into. We're going to have Mama Low call in where we talk about reparations and whether or not we think that uh, black folks should get them. I mean, of course we do. But like, is it possible? I don't know. Keep it locked though, man. And we got some new music. Y'all know what it is. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Spotify, man. Just type in Inaudible Ruckus Podcast everywhere. And you know, I'm to the point now where you can damn near Google the kid and I'm going to be there. Also, go to the website, man. Support us directly, man. Cop some merch. InaudibleRuckus.com slash shop. We got hoodies. We got t-shirts. We got sweatshirts. And we might have some tanks coming soon, man. I don't know. But maybe. But possibly. Yes. Anyway, keep this shit booming and audible ruckus, motherfucker. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. Get ready for the most electrified man in podcast. Put your headphones on as we get ready to bring the ruckus, motherfucker. Give me the mic so I can take a whoop. Now the party didn't start till I walked in. And I probably won't leave until the thing Scissor kick the shit out of you. Keep it up. Everybody on the line outside. Make you feel good. Make you come for the ride. Gonna do it to my people till they're satisfied. Can't do it like this no matter how much you try. I know you wanna wild out. Come inside from the left to the right. Let's coincide. All night, notable ruckus. Coincide from the left to the right. Motherfucker. Nah, I fucked it up. <laughs> I was feeling it though. Ah. We say flip, my whole coming open wide. Put your hands up in the air till your hands get tied. We back, man. All right, y'all. It's episode 154. Pistol already on me. I ain't even got a cocky. Hey. I'm with Vinny Mac. What up, though, bro? What up, though? Ain't shit. Um, we got a lot to cover today. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I got the heat. It's on me. It's on. Well, normally, it's, normally. Yeah. <laughs> we switching today. I didn't it's, know we were switching. It's not really. Oh, like, I didn't know we were switching. Metaphorically speaking, oh. you figuratively like have it on you, but whatever. No. Uh, nah. <laughs> Well, now, now people gonna be rules? all like, "What's the rules people, on the show?" But people fifty be, fifty, people fifty fo- fifty from with the forty from thirty. Yeah, so that's the rules on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, 
We gotta get but to the like, Yeah, but people ain't gonna be they like, oh man, I ain't shaking your head and saying what up to you, man. I might bump into that bitch and get shot. I'm no look. I'm, That's Vincent Leo. I never shake his <laughs> never. hand, homes. Never. He tried to offer me a Corona. I was like, no, hombre. He slapped me with Cholula in my La- eye, man. <laughs> La pistolas in the car. He tried Let to me go grab my bottles of Cholulas. <laughs> Ready for the hip. Pew, pew. <laughs> All right, no, nah, we lit. So, um, I don't, I don't, I, I lost track of the amount of coronas I had before we started recording. So, y'all in for a motherfucking show. I'll just tell you that much. And your boy got high on the way, and I'm sitting here pounding corona. So, yeah. All right, yeah, we're about to be lit. So, real quick, let's get this shit out the way. Um, we are recording this on Friday, March 15th. We are 14 days away from low gross day, as Uh-oh. I call it. Um, thanks. I was about to say Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shout out to Corona, dog. We early. Uh, St. Patrick's Day St. Thank Patrick's Day is, is on Sunday Yeah, yeah Pro- Project Pat Day As I call it um, Are you doing anything For St. Patrick's Day? I'm not I'm just gonna tell you That off the rip St. Patrick's Day is Sunday, right? Yeah You know where I be At, at work <laughs> Yeah, it's okay I'll but, tell you right now I'm not wearing green Somebody try to pinch me We are throwing hands on site I only asked you Because you, like, you hung out With white folks more than I did So I just Did you ever assimilate Into their culture and Hell like, yeah okay. St. Patty's they be lit St. Patty's they be lit So you But you just ain't fucking with it Because you was like Nigga I'm on my grind right now Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I okay. mean yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. If I wasn't in It'd be green beer and see, Guinness and all that shit. Corn see, beef. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm not even cabbage. I'm not pro or against it. I just don't give a fuck. Like every wow. Friday, you you be here every Friday, right? Well, yeah. most of the Fridays. Yeah. Friday is that St. Patrick's Day for me. I don't need an excuse to drink, bro. You don't have to. Right. You don't have to offer me a good time. The only ba- the only thing about it is that it's Sunday, so everybody gonna go out Sunday, and then everybody knows Monday. So <laughs> y'all better be smart about that shit. Yeah. Ain't no hangovers on Monday. Nah, hell no. Nah. Unless you're on the bench like me We ain't gonna talk about it right now But you know offline uh-huh. man Like they got me on the bench for two weeks man Sorry, right. you about, I'm about to hire you temporary Part time Hey I need this money <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that bro like, Jesus. Jesus 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 But nah man I wanna get into the shit early man Cause um They got this shit with the um The, the school scandal Hey you heard about that? Mm-hmm. I can't believe this shit man What is what is really making me question education in a sense, but then also too, why this is that? privilege, this privilege though? I don't, I don't get it. You know, like you can't, why, why are you trying to buy your education for your kids? You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, so, so we stepping over, let, let me paint the scene. For, yes. for the inaudible. Go ahead man. before. I, All I'm, right. <sighs> so, um, this week it was revealed that there was a scandal with a, a a college consultant named William Singer. He's of Newport Beach, California. He pleaded guilty in a federal courtroom on Tuesday to a cheating scam that included bribing SAT test proctors and college coaches on behalf of rich families. Um, y'all may have heard Lori Laughlin, who's from Full House, Aunt Becky, and then Felicity Huffman uh, are two names in the scandal. Um, their mug, uh, there was another side story going on that they didn't uh, release their mug shots. So that's that. Um, but the indictments names uh, prominent actresses and business leaders, and it alleges crazy stunts like having a stand-in take a college entrance exam, photo doctoring to paste a student's head onto the body of an athlete, bribing college sports coaches, and paying up to seventy-five thousand for falsified exam results, all in the name of getting their kids' admission through um, what Singer called a side door to schools like Yale University, University of Texas Austin, and uh, University of Southern California. California. Y'all know I got history at, at USC. Um, 
but like these illustrious schools and this and that and stuff. Now the problem is, man, these schemes are targeted uh, because the majority of schools in these schemes are highly selective. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They only let. Um, I think they said like University of Texas only takes in uh, four out of ten applicants. Yale only takes seven percent. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's it's highly competitive to get these admissions. So these people is essentially paying to skip the line, so to speak, right? So one, I want to ask you, what's your thoughts on that shit? One. And then we can get off into like like my shit because you know education right. is a sensitive subject for me personally because I feel like education got me off of Broad Street and got me like to where I'm at now I know I ain't far far but like it got me a long way and I believe what I don't subscribe to everything Dog said but I believe like Malcolm X said that education is the passport to the future and shit so what's right. your thoughts on this shit well because I'm heated. I- you trying to buy your way to an education and that's just not cool you know what i'm saying because you're trying to put yourself in a better position when you got someone with without those means trying to get to the same thing or whatever and you just like buying a scholarship and that's that shit's not cool or whatever yeah like you taking you taking that away from somebody else that might actually need it and you already well off enough stay in your yeah. own fucking lane you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, like leave you. it alone stay thank in your own for you stay in your you lane and all, get your blinker broke right what the fuck like you got all this money already you just gonna sit here and try to buy your kids education you you setting them up because then what if they sit here and go through school and then they turn out to not really be shit or whatever yeah. just like they that. taking it's, a spot it's taking they a taking spot. a spot for a young nigga or, or, or that's working i don't for mean it. nigga like but, but fuck it I'm, but you know I'm you know we mean from a young minority person from the inner city that could maximize the potential in the opportunity and you taking a spot for some valley girl that takes selfies on their phone that they mama and, and that's all the fuck they nigga. do and they sit in Starbucks all fucking day uh, oh my god oh my like, god I gotta turn paper oh my god I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do I'm gonna freak out uh, oh my god where's the take weed take care of me you have yeah. Adderall for sale uh, right <laughs> you know what I'm saying whereas where as you got some like a hard working kid or some a straight 4.0 you know you know, yeah, if you straight yeah. 4.0 you're gonna get that way too but you know say like Bruh. Kids like us that really wasn't like 4.0, but we smart. Yeah, we're we smart. To, we're, we three point sixes. We the three point right, six. We're trying to hustle and work, but it's like we we're missing a chance Don't because you know somebody I graduated just with that a three point six, nigga. Right, like you know what I'm saying. Like we sit here hustling and everything like that and working hard, and you got somebody else that just like bought the ticket, and you like you next in line, and somebody just bought the ticket. Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? You didn't do nothing. So 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 so, so let me start here, man. All right, let's let's we know we we got the story right. Everything's mm-hmm. laid out. We understand what's going on. Um. It's bullshit, but it's still it's still light because this shit happens every day. There was a scene somebody posted in Suicide Squad where uh, remember uh, Will Smith as Deadshot mm-hmm. was like, uh, "I need y'all to get my girl in the school, blah blah, hook her up, and if she don't pass, like then do that shit that y'all how y'all white folks be doing and stuff." Mm-hmm. That was subliminal, but it was it the was- truth. And I only say that because of how like you were one of the first people that I knew, like like in my circle that that went away graduated high school and went to college mm-hmm. of like our crew like that's why you big bro like you a couple years older than this and that but you I leaned on you like through those first couple years just to kind of help me understand like you know what I'm saying how to navigate and maneuver through which is big because when you come from our environment and I learned this in psychology we come from a place where our practical intelligence is more than our analytical intelligence mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying so your street smarts outweighs your book smarts when you isolated on these college campuses and stuff you don't necessarily succeed and thrive because the setting doesn't it don't set you up that way yeah but i say that to say because we go through so much just to get to college because we look at that as as like a way to the promised land right that's what we were told growing up if you're in the houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot hit up vision light studios they're located at 8443 almeda road 
in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. A way like you had if you wanted to i know for me um the reason why i ended up wanting to go to school because i looked around i remember it was a summertime i was like i think either 14 or 18 i did it once at 14 once at 18 I'm standing outside and I'm just, i looked down the street looked down another way to the street and i said damn this is my environment there's got to be something else yeah. out there yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. what else is out there than yeah. just I think every every nigga this. that wanted more had that. Like right. you like, man, these are like I knew it was more than Berlin Game and Collinwood. I was sitting on Broad Street. I'm like, man, it's more than Berlin Game, it's more than Collinwood. I looked to my left and my right. I was like, man, I gotta get out of this bitch. Right, that's what I'm saying. Cause I mean from <laughs> where I it's Lauderdale, Linden, yeah. then you got Grand River, then you got Finkel. I'm right on it. I'm like in that box. I'm like, Four okay. one events, nigga. I'm like, um, <laughs> all right, well, hmm. What else is out there? And then actually going away, and then you sit here and see like dog. I remember I remember coming back and I was telling everybody, I said, man. It's a whole other fucking world out there. Mm. I said, "Are y'all kidding me? Like that? Like if y'all don't, if y'all sick of this shit?" And they was looking at go. you crazy. Like, what you talking about? Like, oh, nah, man, you with the white people and shit like that. Because yeah. they're like, "Oh, why don't you never come home, nigga?" I got out. I was like, "Okay, this is this is life." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like for somebody, Cause you was telling us you came back. It's just a thing. You didn't just leave and leave. You left and then you came back and you like would like like school us like hey like we would go out and you'd be like, bro, look, man. right. Hey, there yeah. is other people that are going to say, like, no, you left and you left. And yeah, fuck them. They, because they, they wasn't important. They yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Everybody ain't important. Everybody ain't going to make it. I, I just know you influenced me. That's Let's what I'm saying. I just way. had to say because because I know somebody somebody here that's along some lines be like, nah, that motherfucker, he, he sat here. Yeah, because I used to sit here and say to people like um, from my neighborhood or whatever, they like, when the next time you come back? I don't know what I got to come back to. And it was it's like me trying to say and tell them, like, I come back to the same thing. Y'all doing the same thing. Ain't nothing changed. This person's still here. That person's still there. So, like... So, so, so that's, that speaks to, like, our drive and our initiative and stuff, right? But mm-hmm. I just, like, I want to shift gears and, and focus on, like, the system, though. Because it's a yeah. fucked up system. Like, you you got to have a drive to want to, like, like navigate through it, right? Right. But, like, I, when I first heard this story, I instantly thought about all those people in Atlanta. The Atlanta Public Schools. Oh, man. A, a couple years back, they got charged with... um. With like committing fraud or whatever, like it was, a, it was one big scandal, uh, where like they was they was facing pressure from trying to meet the expectations of No Child Left Behind, so they was changing scores and like redoing people's tests so that all they they students were making and this and that. But then mm-hmm. they locked up and gave these people fed time and stuff. Like I'm I'm summarizing it, right? But like that made me think of of like how messed up the education system is, like, but. On that side of it, yes, but then when you look at like college, college as a whole is 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 one big scam. That's bro. a business, man. But yeah, it, it's a business, and I call it a scam just because like I got away cool, right? I didn't end up owing that much. I ended up breaking even, really, on how much I spent versus how much my first salary was for my job when I graduated, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not, but I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people I know that's in debt now. Or they got up in there and they let, you know what I'm saying? And the mm-hmm. gang chewed them up and spit them out. Now, I did have, I was fortunate to have you and I had other people in my corner that was kind of walking me through it. But halfway through, I remember I was partying like my first two years, partying, drinking, smoking, doing work. But like, mm-hmm. remember I would hit you up and you were like, bro, still stay on top of shit because, you know, it could go left. Go to your meetings, meet with your advisors, blah, blah. And like, I think my first two years as opposed to my last two years, 
I realized the difference, and I was like, man, I gotta get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. like, cause it's 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 a hustle, and the longer they keep you here, the longer they milking you, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, like when we was talking about offline, I just go in, I just kill shit, and I get the fuck out, like that's I all you time. gotta do. It that and that's why I was able to do it like that, cause that's what the that's what happened for me, and the only reason why it's like a system because uh, by us being inner city kids, right? So like, yeah. for me, I got there. That whole first year was like, oh, okay, they ain't bullshitting around or whatever. Then you kind of learn. Yeah. Man, that second year, oh, I was, yeah, I fucked off. And then it was like, okay, but it was that quick kind of realization of just like, no, this is the system. You want to fuck off? Bam. Yeah. Then uh, this shit ain't going to happen. So it was like, okay, well, buckle down and get the shit done or whatever. But um, I remember when I graduated or whatever and shifted gears into broadcasting, I'm sitting there flipping through my little booklet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Man, I had the lowest like percentage of getting a job, Damn. and I'm sitting here yeah. going, "What the fuck?" I'm, saw, I'm well, like, "What is this system?" Hold on, right there, right there, right there. <laughs> okay, I was told by several like old heads and people like, "Ah, oh, man, you going to college to be a damn DJ? You wasting your time? Mm. You wasting your degree, man? You could be doing this now." And it's like, "Nah, I knew what I wanted to do since I was 13. Like, mm-hmm. I minored in marketing just to kind of cover my ass, right?" But this is the thing, man, and this is why I say college is a scam to some, right? Cause yeah, sometimes you need that accreditation or you need that 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 paper, so right. to speak, depending on what you want to go into. But you got to know what you want to go into. Don't be going there. A lot of people be wasting money. I don't seen a lot of dudes fuck off. I'm undecided try, for three yeah, years. Yeah, the you, fuck you, you wasting money. I came into the door knowing what time it was. Right, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how I was gonna go about doing it. And I only say that because you got to know what industry you're going into. Because for some industries, like it depends on your field of study, mm-hmm. it's required and some of it is not. Like mine, being in radio, or whatever, it didn't make sense to like go further and get a master's like i got a bachelor's and That's technically what they told me. i was overqualified because for radio you just need a two-year certificate mm-hmm. from like a, a trade school or something simple shit that i wanted to do there's like nah my advisors are like well uh for what you thinking about going into you don't need to go to master school <laughs> he's like you it's not really gonna do because unless you're trying to be a director or a vp of like a fortune 500 company like you don't need that shit bro mm-hmm. like you really don't and like they tell you that and then sometimes it's like all right well in order to keep my student loans off let me go back to school for a couple more years and then let me just do this now or unless that's something that you really want to pursue but like i got people that's like man i'm trying to get a certificate so i can be eligible to do this and that because of certain rooms and stuff like that they can walk into mm-hmm. and i'm like no i understand that and i do think that you know, there is an opportunity, depending on the field, of course, that by having a degree, that opens you up to a whole nother tier of, like, a pay. You know what I'm and, saying? And a, that's, a, how, a that's how they continue the system, because it's the same thing now. Because remember, like, before, for our parents or whatever, mm-hmm. as long as you graduated from high school and you had that piece of paper, you're good. Then once we started going up, you had to graduate from high school. And if you had, like, once you graduated, that all it means is that you're trainable. Yeah. That's all that shit means now. So let let me ask you this then, because you mentioned like what our parents and and I feel like, like, you know, part of the reason why we bonded like growing up is because we kind of had the same upbringing. So like your mom took you out of, she didn't have you go to the neighborhood schools and shit, Mm -hmm. right? Like she put you in like the, the, the the quote unquote good schools in the city. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because they wanted, again, the the goal was go to college, go to college, go to college. So I got to put my son in the best Position possible. possible. So like, like you went to like, where'd you go for middle school? So middle school, I went to University Public School. That was downtown. Okay. Right behind Cast Tech. Okay. But it was a it was a university. Public. We had uniforms and shit. It was not like I could have went. I could have went anywhere else really. Because like, what was your neighborhood home. school? What was the neighborhood Holly? <sighs> shit, I don't even remember now. For middle school, what yeah. the fuck was it? 
Because my school was K through eight. I went to Burton International, right? It was an international middle school. It was around the corner from Cass, but it was in the Cass corridor, so it was crackheads, prostitutes. But it was the best one of the it, that and Bates Academy at the time was like two of the mm-hmm. best schools. Like I think public it was Bates. Schools. I think mine was probably Bates. Okay, because Bates and Burton was like they was in the hood, but like they were still good schools. And we mm-hmm. had like international kids, so like we up until a certain point, because of course the school system is all it went to shit like after a certain time. But all the way up to sixth grade, we was cool. We had international national kids we would do multicultural fun day the teachers like because a lot of our teachers um had their kids there and they were professors at right. Wayne state up the street so that's why we had we had mexicans we had eritreans we had arabic people we had uh black people mm-hmm. indian people african people then after a while the funding went down and they let the kids from the brewster projects come in and like zone eight and all that shit and that shit just like that changed the whole game people started jumping people and, and beating people up and shit and it was like damn no I... but i say that to say then my mom put me in a good high school uh, CMA Communication Media Arts. You went to King, which is a school hey. of choice because that opens up like KC, baby. you know what I'm saying. You got Cash, you got King, you got Renaissance, then you got other schools like like uh, CMA. That was all inner. Stuff. That was all inner city. Like yeah, for yeah. inner city top but, three. But but yeah. but but you have like, those are schools of choice that you got to test to get into. Because mm-hmm. I got into King, so that's what I'm saying. Like we would have ended up hanging with like you regardless. Nah, I wanted to go to Cash anyway. <sighs> my mom was like, "No, you gotta go to another school." They said the communication school was better, but uh, and it worked out anyway. But I say that to say because like you got all these options and stuff right and and as a parent you be trying to just like dictate like what's gonna give my child the best right because mckenzie was my neighborhood high school right and my mama was like nah i don't want you going to mckenzie Shit, like mine was cooley yeah <laughs> i mean i could like go on my porch and look down the street cooley right there and then, and then in the hood um, like the, the the neighborhood that I'm from, like my whole family, like Central, uh, Murray, right, Northern, like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Northwestern, like you know what I'm saying, like so, it's like nah, like my mom's like I want him to be able to go to these other schools. So our parents put that 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 emphasis on education, right? Yep. And so I understand, like you know, these rich folks, like, hey man, I got this money, man, I want to give my kids as much of a shot as possible, but it's not fair because what that's about those of us that's got to fight through these like gang neighborhoods and all this other shit to be able to get to that, that actually point? that actually want to though, yeah, because you know the the thing could be said about like other kids that in the in the inner city too that will waste it as well too that will waste the opportunity because yeah. of being in it. You can say it either way, but still, there's always that one kid that has that hope. Yeah. And you just snatched it from that kid because you're more well off to do it. Stay in your fucking lane. Because I remember when I was in college, when I was in high school, and my counselor selected me to go to the. I was thinking about college because my mom was always talking about it. But my counselor pulled me and said, "I always tell the story in this podcast that USC trip. I did it for two years or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Two summers." And that's what exposed me to college. They flew me out to L.A. two summers in a row, 04 and then 05. 05, I was getting money because I had... 04 was the... the I don't talk about 04 too much because I was just learning what was up. Then when I went back out there, I was like, all right, next summer I'm about to take over. And man, then 04 that, was a great year. I'm sorry, man. But 05 <laughs> was an even better year, nigga, because I went out there with, like... I, I came back out there with money and I already knew the lay of the land. And I was just out there getting it in, bro. Like, I was like... Anyway... If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road 
in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Um, <laughs> I was hustling too. Um, I say that to say like programs like that and stuff, it, 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 it awakens you. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can say college is a scam, but then I also understand the benefits of it. So I wanted to ask you this because it kind of put me on the fence and I, we've talked about it on the show before, but I wanted to ask you, so you got a, a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. Would you encourage them to go to college or would you encourage, um, entrepreneurship or whatever or both? I, I, I would, I would have it. I, I give them the option. I give them the option because the option was not given to me. It was like you had to go education, mm-hmm. and then now seeing how I'm progressing from education. Partly, it, it's uh, a lot goes on to me for my like how things ended up, but ultimately, too, education played a part in that. But I would give them the option of either. And just be supportive about it. Like, if you want to go to school, that's fine. But if you want to go to school, you're going to school for a purpose. Like, what do you want to go to school for? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make, yeah, I'm with you on that. Because I feel the same way. I see the benefits of it. I, will, I want to, and I'm trying to build an audible ruckus because y'all know I got my LLC for this shit. I'm mm-hmm. trying to build it. Whether my kids want to do this shit or not, at least Somebody leave, leave them something. Right. But go to school so that you, because it's a lot of basic knowledge that you learn and I feel like college also teaches you certain skill sets that you don't necessarily get in the streets. I'm t- man, um, it's, I'm net- you. it's networking, it's life skills yep. um, that you may not learn elsewhere. Now, some of this shit, you can literally just go to a library or go on YouTube and learn. Like, that, that's flat out. So I don't recommend wasting your money on that. But like for my kids personally, I want to teach them certain things and give them, like you say, give them the option. Mm-hmm. But I would rather them experience it and just know like, look, when you come out of here, you got something waiting on you. Exactly. But I need you because I feel like college will help you learn for yourself everything that I can't necessarily teach you, like that you can learn on your own, like people skills, networking mm-hmm. and this and that. And then you will be able to kind of cultivate your own kind of bubble in your own network in your own world. Because I can say this. I met a lot of dope people um, in college. And even though like I got right. a lot of dope niggas that I grew up with and this and that, um, a big chunk of the inaudibles that support this like you know, that support this movement and this podcast and that have been helping me to like push this brand i met them in college exactly and you know it's, a, it's a lot of benefits to yeah. it or whatever like i i would never imagine what my life would have been had i not went yeah it would have been definitely different had i stayed because i looked at that environment when I, every time when i go back and i sit here and go see if i would have not went to school i'd be you yeah and i'm like I think I'm not, I'm not to say like I'm doing better, but like, I feel better about like how things have turned out. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but but see, and and to tie it back into the story, right? Because again, I I was just trying to tackle the bigger piece. Right. Because again, the the scandal with the the rich white folks didn't surprise me. Not at all. They always Um, up to something. Yeah. But, but, but what I don't like is the lack of opportunities and how it, like for every one of those kids that got in, how it took away from a black because there's stories where like dudes be getting accepted into colleges like black kids is getting accepted into Yale 
Black kids is getting accepted to USC. Black kids is getting accepted into uh, into University of Texas and stuff. There's programs out there, but I feel like that's the reverse effect of like affirmative action or this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and not to not to get into that conversation, but I'm just saying like you got kids that's busting their ass for scholarships. I told you offline right. like my story about how I got accepted to eight colleges, which was a lot back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying. I'm worried about test scores, and I'm retaking the test three times to try to get a certain score because I couldn't get the scholarship to. to I got accepted to the school that I wanted to go to. So I, I tell y'all for the inaudibles, right? Right. I wanted to go to Central Michigan. That was like the the, the top broadcaster school in Michigan at the time. Um, I got accepted, but I was applying for five different scholarships. Three of them, like you had to have a certain uh, score and you had to have this and that or whatever. I got the lesser two and I ended up not going there. But then a rep from Bowling Green State University was like, look, with your score, we'll take you as is. Mm-hmm. And you will have access to all of these. Um, shout out to Clarence Terry. Rest in peace to him. Because that man, uh, him and, and James Jackson, man, JJ, they, they, they helped me um, put me in a position to succeed, man. They got me out the hood. And he was like, he he wrote it down and was like, look, you go home and you tell your mom, I waived the fee for you to apply. Because I told him, like, man, I ain't got money to be applying for college applications like that, this and that, like, that costs money. He waived the fee, was like, look, you'll be able to get all these scholarships with your scores. Because I was trying to get a 21, bro, on the uh, ACT. Because <laughs> Ain't it funny that they end up throwing that shit out the window? Yeah. Central Michigan said I had to get a uh, 21 on the ACT to get the scholarships that I wanted. I took that shit three times, bro. I got a 20, a 19 because I was partying the night before, and then I got a 20. (laughs) And I was like, bro, like, this is it. This is the best it's going to get. And because I studied real hard and I got a 20. Then I said, fuck it. And I, no, no, no. I studied real hard, got a 20. Then I studied again really hard and got a 19. Then I studied again. No, no, no. Then the, the, the third time I said, man, fuck that shit, man. I'm about to go party in this now. I was out doing my thing. And then I, I ended up getting a, a fucking uh, 20 again. And I was like, man, fuck it. They just right. had to take it. And, and they was like, nah. Central Michigan was like, nah, you can't get no scholarships with that shit. And Bowling Green was like, yes, you can. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And he waived the fee, this and that. Nigga had all these scholarships, whatever, whatever. There's like three scholarships combined together. But I say all that to say, like, I'm stressing trying to get all this shit done. My household is tense because it's, you can't go nowhere mm-hmm. until you practice for your test. You can't do this and that until you write these papers. And these fools, because we know money make the world go round. Right. These motherfuckers just, hey, man, here go 75000 here. Here, here go a band. Here, here, here go a couple bands blah, right blah, here. Boom. Take a picture of my mans and have uh, Jimmy Nerd over here go over here. Oh, yes, according to and my And they ain't doing shit. Yeah. And they ain't doing shit. It's bullshit. That's that's the part of it that's like ridiculous. It's bullshit. Dog. You know what I'm saying? Because like to like you how you just painted that whole story, and then you know how many niggas are sitting in the hood who missed out on a chance to go to college, exactly. but they really wanted to go, but because, they couldn't because of something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like you just told that story now, sit here and tell that same story, and then sit here and go like, and then you know they sent me my acceptance letter, blah 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 blah, and I was all set to go, and this and that, and Fuck then em. a week later. I got this letter saying something else you think because we, somebody else paid. You, you think we supposed to cry tears like because Aunt Becky from Full House because she paid a nigga to, to cheat and allow for her kids to go to school? You think we supposed to feel sorry for her? Put the fucking work in. Yeah. We had dodge bullets, nigga. Put the fucking work in. Like real life bullets. Like put the fucking work. You know how like all the damn studying and shit and like. I got made fun of as a kid because, like, I could never stay outside when the streetlight come on mm-hmm. because I had to get my homework and shit done. And my yep. mom would sit here and, like, she'll, she'll lie. She'll, 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 she won't admit to it, but everybody else know because she actually did it. 
Um, she would sit there. I'd be outside. She'd come outside. Shout open out to the Mama door. Vicky. She'd come outside, open the door. Vicky, you got a phone call. I'm like, oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Let me going in the house. Get this phone call. Running the house. Hey, but where the phone at? Get in there, do your homework. I just wanted you to come inside. I'm like, what the? So it became a whole big ass thing. Like, yeah. anytime I, my name got called, it said phone call. Everybody started like, you ain't got no phone call. You just got to go in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but look where it got me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, but 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 that extra step versus, but I'm sure like if she has 75 bands, exactly. she could just be like, hey, you could play outside. You put, all get the fuck, the fuck you know, do what the fuck you go smoke drugs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's so why like, it's bullshit, bro. It's bull, man. That's why it's bull. But we we here now, and again, man, if y'all want to chime in, just hit us up in Audible Ruckus, uh, Inaudible Ruckus underscore podcast on Instagram, Inaudible Ruckus podcast, the Facebook page, uh, we on there, and then mm-hmm. Inaudible R A U C one. On Twitter We about to cut to some music man I'm still pissed Fuck that shit It's a scam It's niggas in the hood That need those opportunities And that's where I'm gonna leave it at Cause that's some bullshit But anyway Punk ass bitch uh, This first track is called It's Going by Ike Huss And then the second track is I'm a Ball by Flam Fever Man it's an audible ruckus Motherfucker in the city street dreams Custom candy painted slabs for the street teams Look, it's hurting rules to be the street's king A lot of niggas lost the crown for that street cream Yeah, it's ruling everything around me Keeping bad bitches dancing all around me Man, and they can smell I'm hella dope, nigga Cause all you see is work all around me Chick had high floss mine You would think I'm Kyrie high toss down We gon' need some ID, we don't cross lines Gotta keep it OG, man, at all times Yeah, Cleco for the homies, though I was mastering the P when they was Romeo Bleed, you know I did this for Holyoke EC, nigga, but the clay I first learned the ropes Yeah, and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumpin' like me, no, man, I got this bitch going like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumping like me, no, man, I got this bitch going Like kilos, man, I got this bitch going I'm in a trap, nigga, that's the sound lab To the top of the world, now that don't sound bad And being number one up on the sound scans A sound plan got me putting out a sound brand Yeah, it's the spread heavy in the streets, too Off a sample, got them not like the fiends do I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like Nino in the Carter G And money get you smoke like a steamroll Yeah, it's going crazy all across T I pray to God for any nigga who should cross me I'm self-made, I must say I'm feeling raw C Got red cuffs and black bottles for the boss G's Yeah, it's going live like a newscast News flash, this music is the new crack Hear my city selling game to these new jacks Tell my old money living off a new cast Yeah and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumping like me, no, man, I got this bitch going Bitch like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumping like me, no, man, I got this bitch going Bitch like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Straight to the top, that's the only place to take Lavish lifestyle's the only right to chase Money on my mind, couple billion ways to make it Power, respect, the last one is sacred All I'm trying to do is pay my dues, keep on beasting Break record sales, independent, keep on feasting Politic with minds that stay focused on achieving Putting days behind me, I was barely out here eating Eastside of Cleveland where my mom had to raise me From 
Now roll the hay and had to catch plenty fading ain't Now nigga ever stole a penny or the J out my pocket off my feet OG Ike on the streets, huh? You'll never doubt me, my nigga just ask about me Probably got your lady trying to get a smash about me Texting on my phone saying get this ass about me She can get a lot of things but she won't get no cash about me, yeah Yeah, and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pump it like Nino, man, I got this bitch going Bitch like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pump it like Nino, man, I got this bitch going Bitch like kilos, man, I got this bitch It's your boy Uncle Skeetar, and you are listening to Inaudible Ruckus. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and SoundCloud, and check out the website, inaudibleruckus.com. It's Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. When a motherfucker count me out, you know what they let me know? What? They can't count. I'm a baller. <laughs> I guess they don't know. I'm a baller. They should call me nothing but net. I'm yeah. making solid eyes, back against the wall uh. They wanna see me down, they love to see me fall Niggas talk down on me, but I'm like fuck them all Haters surrounding me, but baby I'm a ball yeah. I'm a ball, uh. I'm a ball on them baby I'm a ball I'm a ball on them baby I'm a ball Resume, pull it, stall shit, it all on them. Like a dog, I'm a ball on them. Hit them all, creeping, cross stunting with a life size Barbie dog woman. Might hurt your eyes the way I shine, they cut me like a diamond. This took some time, ain't no rewind, I call it perfect timing. Break the bank, I'ma get a million. Cop the wraith, disappear the ceiling. Niggas hate, got them in they feelings. Kid the great, born a baby genius. I feel unappreciated, I know I'm the greatest. But if you ask them out in Vegas, they gon' say, I'ma get solid eyes. I'm a ball, 
I'm a ball on them, baby, I'm a ball. I'm a ball on them, baby, I'm a ball. I'm a ball on them, baby, I'm a ball. I'm a ball on them, baby, I'm a I'm a ball on them, I'm a ball on them. James Harden, I'm a Chris Paul on them. Ball on them, I'm a ball on them. I'm a ball on them, I'm a ball on them. 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 It's Faza, it's Maza. It's Faza. Faza. Austin Paz Faza. Me Faza. Faza. <laughs> Father. Faza. <laughs> All right, y'all, we back. That was It's Going by Ike Huss. Shout out to the Humble Flourish brand. And then I'm a ball by Flan Fever, man. I'm back with Big Bro Vinny Mac. What up, though? What up, though? Um, so, last was it last week? We was talking about the Russell Westbrook with the... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was last the, week. Okay. Yeah, that was last week. The stupid-ass fan get the shit smacked yeah, the, out of him. No, nah, but the little kid was like, hey, yeah, fuck you, Russell. And he looked like, hey, man. Like, dude, if you don't get your kid, your bro... your little ass in the chest. Kick um, the Fortnite out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, dog got into it again, man. Uh, he, was, he accused a Utah Jazz fan of making racial and inappropriate comments to him after a video surfaced of the all-star guard making profane threats towards the fan and his female companion he said um quote i'll fuck you up you and your wife (laughs) hey man sometimes it be like that um nah don't hit the wife though but i mean i feel she said something too she ready to jump into no she said something but you can't hit her though man hey no for what they were saying you can't hit her 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 wink wink um Uh The band, so they banned the fan. Hold on, let me read this. Uh, in a statement issued Tuesday, the Jazz announced that the fan, Shane Kiesel, that sounds like a racist ass name. This nigga sounds like he's fucking. My name's Shane. <laughs> I drive a truck. And I like basketball. And all my exes live in Texas. <laughs> Motherfucking right. Motherfucking hell yeah with my beer. Um, He has been premature. Uh, no, prematurely. <laughs> This is not what this says. I just clearly read this shit wrong. Shout out to Corona. I'm high. Uh, has been permanently banned from all events at the home arena. Um, they reviewed the thing. Uh, they said the ban is based on excessive and derogatory verbal abuse directed at a player, which is a stipulation if mm-hmm. you've been to a game and stuff. But, you know, sometimes they let shit fly. Um, but the NBA also uh, fined Russell Westbrook $25,000 um, di- for directing profanity and threatening language towards fans. Whatever, that's a good 25 band spent. No, it's not, nigga. I'm going to send my little cousin to your house, nigga. What the fuck? Um, I'm going to say what's on my oh, mind. Oh, no, here's the quote. Here's I got the quote. I got the quote. Um, I'll fuck him up, Westbrook said. I promise you. I promise you. I'll fuck you up, you and your wife. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> And like we know what that like. Just hearing you read that, I'm like, ooh, ooh, you, you are a hair fracture away of saying the wrong thing, and all shit about to go down. Uh, Cause he's from South Central. Uh, then it was like uh, how it all started was a young man and his wife in the stands. This nigga was not young at all. Cause they interviewed the nigga, the fan afterward. Mm-hmm. They interviewed him in the stands, and he told. <laughs> he said some bullshit. <laughs> he said, "Get down on your knees like you used to." Like wait what Like what the fuck Do you mean by that man They interviewed him afterwards And he was like uh, Yeah man uh, You know uh, We were just having fun Man I thought it was all In good fun We were just talking And all of a sudden He just got mad You know 
Uh, like, Mr. Westbrook just got became very irate. I don't know what it was the you derogatory told, comment told that a I made, grown but ass man to get down on his knee I, because his shoelace was untied. Okay, it's a safe sport out there, man. I just wanted to look out for the guy. <laughs> get down on your knees like you used to, and make sure you're playing the game safe, guy. But Russ took it as a racial comment. I thought he took it as like a gay comment, like you know what I'm saying. Hey, either way, when I heard that part, I, it, it eventually leads to somebody sucking a dick, and I'm like, that's you. That's the line. You don't tell nobody. <laughs> That's a no no, bro. You that 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 but, is like okay. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because the the the, the controversy not the controversy but like one of the big takeaways was Russ was wrong for threatening the wife no. as well. Now I know said, I know where you coming from with it. If but she continue. said something too, yeah, you and your whole team can get it. Yeah, they give a fuck. Because I always say everybody got to keep their hands to themselves, and we grow up. Everybody does. Let me preface this with: we grew up in a place where like. I use this example all the time mm-hmm. when people talk about domestic violence, man. You can follow me or you can not follow me, but real niggas going to feel me. Uh, walking down Collinwood, there was a, uh, a man and uh, beating on his girl, right? He was beating on his girl. And then another man stopped him and was like, hey, this is Collinwood in Detroit, by the way, 48204. Shout out to y'all. Uh, man was beating on his girl. Okay, another man stopped him. Like, hey, quit beating on that girl and tried to like fight the man or whatever. The girl pulls a knife out and stabs the man. Right, mm-hmm. that was trying to fight the dude that was beating on her. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, that was her pimp, and she's a prostitute, and she was trained to like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna defend my nigga at all times. Like, mm-hmm. he beating on me because he loved me. You know, it's, exactly. It's, it's yeah, that, that's all. That's all substance to it. What yeah, I'm saying point. is, you don't be so quick to wear your cape and go out here and save everybody and this and that because she's riding with her dude. Exactly. Okay? So, right. so if it's a fight and she jump in and start swinging, you not gonna be throwing punches at this man and then turn around and be like, I can't hit her. She's a woman. Everybody gotta get it. Done. I'm so, that's, that's all what, I'm saying. That's all, okay. That's all and then I'm what I will say, I, put, I had to frame it that way no, so that right. we understand. You can frame that way because I'm just gonna back you up with that because I'm a firm believer as well too. A guy should not, a man should not put his hands on a woman. Yeah. However, because okay. there's a big, however, all right, watch ladies, it, if, watch it because they're gonna come for you. I, that's okay because I'm. It's it's not a, it's not to say like a fair one, but it's a it's a valid statement. Keep your hands to yourself, everybody. Thank you. That's all that I ask. I and people like. People, people know, people know, like, I don't will, violate I'm not, I'm not. the personal space of anyone. I will not. I won't. Mm-hmm. You put your hand on me first, then I'm sorry. All right, let's wheel it in. Let's okay. move it on. But, right, no, no, but fans, okay. I feel, but I feel what here, you're saying. I get what right, you're saying. But, here, but um, did you hear about um, after after this that went after this went down, the NBA sent the thing to every all the teams asking to send out a PSA to the fans. They do that on everything. Let me tell you something. It's not going to work. Okay, especially we last segment we <laughs> was talking not. about rich white folks, right? Right, and and how they just like it's the way things work. Entitlement, man. Let me tell you something. These old white dudes are the best trash talkers at games. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I went to a college game in Bowling Green, duh, and this one dude, I think it's like Florida. He's on the football team. He was wet. He he was um he was like on the sideline getting like spraying water. You know how they do the mm-hmm. water bottle, and the guy was like, uh, "Keep that mouth wet." <laughs> Man, people, I'm like, yeah, you. that's all right. Number 35, keep that mouth wet. Man. And I was just like, what? If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road 
in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Man, I'm telling you, it's too funny. It is too, it's too funny. But there is a line though of being like disrespectful, and that's mm-hmm. what we gotta have. We have to not do because, as we were saying last week, we're human beings. At the end of the day, everybody's a human being. Like you're paying your money to go see this person, but that does not give you power to say whatever you want to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even just for like sports things either. I'll take it even a step further than just for like even customer service. Mm-hmm. Just because it's the realm of customer service does not give you the power to just talk to somebody any kind of way. Yeah. Because, and I'll say that because of the line of work that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? You don't ask for a manager because you upset and then when the manager get over there to try to help your ass, you just start going off. I get that you upset. Understand I'm coming over here to help you. Chill the fuck out. Because I can just walk away and not help your ass. I, I got a different story. And this is because my thing is with the fanatics, right? They, mm-hmm. they, they, they too intense and it's a certain entitlement where you feel like you pay your money and it's not. So I got a story to tell. Okay, boys and girls, everybody gather around the campfire. That's right. Sit down because it's time for counselor Bob to tell you a really scary story about. We don't want to hear that shit. Hey, yo, these are the tales that I tell so well. Only in my own world, treat we on different earths. Well, not a lot of people, but like y'all may know about it because I may have discussed it or not. But um, me and Neezy was at a um, basketball game. Our thing down here is because you know the Rockets only play the Pistons two times a year, once here and once in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So we always, when they play here, we would try to go there, but um, go downtown to the Toyota Center to to the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you wearing your Detroit shit, so they gonna talk shit to you, blah, blah, blah. It's nice. It's like, all right, whatever. It's cool. It's all a good fun. Um, we was there, and then uh, these it was a, it was an older white dude. Uh, his son, who's like, when I say older, he gotta be like 60. Mm-hmm. And his son, probably like 30, 40. And his wife and they kids. And we sitting behind them. And I'm chilling, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I already know, like, you know what I'm saying? Certain fan bases is a little crazy. I don't know how these Houston fans is, like, just yet. This is right. one of the first games we went to, this and that or whatever. So we up in there. Now, mind you, this is after I had had that little incident or whatever. So I'm working on my temper and this and that and stuff because part of it was, like, I had to go to anger management or whatever, whatever, to get it dismissed. I'm not going to go into details on that. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm, I'm only prefacing that because this is a... Um, this is the first incident since that happened, right. and I felt like it was testing me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we watching the game, this and that, and they start talking shit like, oh, Detroit sucks, blah, blah, this and that. And I was just looking at them niggas like, all right. Now, mind you, we just had uh, 313 Day, mm-hmm. uh, March 13th, which is Detroit Day. And, you know, because we love our city. Like, we really do. Like, we really love our city. It's the same way Houston love their city. But, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So, we in there. Dude, like, uh, yeah, fuck Detroit, blah, blah, this and that. And I was like, bro, y'all don't even know how to drive down here. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? He's like, are there any jobs, jobs left in Detroit? This place is a shithole. And I just looked at him, and I was like, bro, y'all can't drive for shit. Watch it. We have kids present. And I was like, okay. but you just said shithole. And shut up. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was like, all right. And I looked at my wife, Charlotte and Neezy, and I was just like, all right, we know what time it is. 
And I just left it alone. So what happened was it was this family, but it was the drummer niggas that like played a little like mm-hmm. shit. Or whatever, and they was talking junk to me. So we going back and forth. But then my man's just hopping in like from the little family shit. And my man's just cool. And I was just like, bro, I'm chilling. I stopped talking. He was like, what? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro, the police is in here. <laughs> I was like, I can't say nothing because the police is here. And I pointed to the family in front of me. I like the, the white dude right. and the old white dude and stuff. And I was like, the police is here. Oh, yeah. Then they jumped up and they started trying to scrap or whatever. Like, like jumped up in my face, getting all rowdy. And, and and I just looked at him And I was like Bro if you don't sit y'all asses down And the dude jumped off I wish you would Put a hand on me Blah blah You can suck my dick oh, Blah blah And so I that, looked at, What did we just say? No, you don't say bro. that to somebody so, so I looked at my wife Cause my wife is like um, Oh whoa, whoa whoa Hold on hold on You don't have to talk to him like that And I tell her chill Because this is why If he would've turned And directed any type of shit Towards her then I would have had to piece this nigga up in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he talked to me, whatever. Because he said some fuck shit. But I was just like, all right, these niggas probably undercover cops. Or they got a lawyer that's a friend. or blah. I'm, right. This is they, how I'm processing everything in my They got spades in their hand. Mind you, just to paint context, as I alluded to earlier, I had just like had to fight a case the previous like couple months to like get out of some shit because of an incident. Whatever, whatever. So I'm not trying to I've Instantly I smelled How the jail smelled When I was there And I was just like Bro I don't want to go back To no jail And so I was just like Alright whatever And my wife I told her Calm down Stop talking Because if they direct Any energy towards her Then it escalates The shit out of my hands And I have to beat These niggas up And I thought Like it's two of them And I'm like Bro like I in, my, in the back of my head I'm like I have a 200% chance That I can beat The shit out of Both of these niggas Like on some Like janitorial shit Like right. I will mop the fucking like <laughs> no I'm bro I know like you're where the camera at okay I was gonna mop these niggas bro I already know like what time it was with me and I just was just trying to be cool about it now show you how shit worked so it was a group down here uh Detroit to Houston it was like a little social group so I had ran into them at halftime at the little bar thing or whatever and that's like, oh, where y'all niggas sitting at blah blah was like oh we in sections whatever whatever i didn't remember this all this shit clicked in so me i'm remembering my anger management shit like while i'm like arguing with these niggas and i just got calm and i just chilled and they just sat down looking stupid and i just told my wife to chill and i just smiled i kept cheering for andre drumming bum ass you know what i'm saying like oh yeah man do it yeah, yeah, yeah blah blah halfway through the third quarter we started blowing the rockets out right this is back when they had dwight howard and all <laughs> that shit too so we start blowing them niggas out, and then you know how it is when the right. third quarter come around. It's a blowout. People just start Everybody coming down. They they sit in the seats. So you know how we do in Detroit, man. You see people with Detroit jerseys on and this and that or whatever, man. And everybody just walking past. What up, though? What up? Though? We don't know each other, but it look like we know each other because you see another dude with a Detroit hat on. You just hey, what up, though? What up, though? Man, it was so many Detroit niggas that surrounded these black people. And I prayed in the process of, like, to keep me calm and collected. Because I did want to slap the shit out these niggas. But I just couldn't because I didn't want to go back to jail. And so, I prayed on this shit, man. And all, out of nowhere, all these Detroit niggas just started coming down there. And they just head nodding. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? And it looks like, hey, we all know each other, blah, blah, snap. When I, I ain't never seen a family pack up so quick and get the fuck they on, dog. Only somehow, time. somehow, this motherfucker didn't call for reinforcements. Oh, yes. <laughs> Telepathically. 
spiritually. Some kind of black sensor. Only time I seen people pack up that quick is when we was on Belle Isle and the white folks in they picnic because you start pulling across, you know, when they get a certain uh-huh. time on Belle Isle. Yep. And, and then the, the bass start booming and shit. Yep. Boom, 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 you already boom. knew what time it was. Like, oh, no, honey, oh, get sun's the kids. Going, oh, going yep, down. Time to go. Shit's going Gerald. <laughs> But I, t- I tell that story, man, because niggas is trash uh, as far as fans go. Um, Calm the shit down, okay? But but so I got a flip side, right? So I, I tell that story just to tell you how crazy fans was. But we was talking about the Russell Westbrook thing. James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks, had a situation hey. where he walked up. He walked. Uh, he was walking back, and the fans like, "Sell the team!" And they're like, "Huh? What? Come here! What do you think?" He hit the brakes quick. He says, "He said what?" Sell the team, and then he banned dog. He was like, "Look, enjoy watching him from TV. You're banned for life. Get the fuck out." What's your thoughts on that shit, bro? Like, okay, I, it was, it was. Get the I, fuck out! It's heated a moment. It's heated a moment. I, I liked it for like a bunch of reasons, because like, yeah, nigga, I own this shit, and you gonna tell me to sell my team? No, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. But then it's also too like, okay, it's petty, dog. It, it is petty. It's very, it's very petty. But I'm looking at it. I, I play devil's advocate. Okay, so I'm ahead, like, I, ahead, it was funny to me because I saw like, I would like just like when I'm at work, you get crazy with me, buy, I buy your food, buy. You ain't gotta be here. Like, get the fuck out. You ain't gotta. Okay, say but, what you want to say, but then it's like the fans it's the made this man's exactly like they're loyal fans and he's trash, so like, they they entitled to feel that exactly. Way. That's why I was like, okay, that was too extreme to ban him just because that was his opinion. And the guy said that too. He's all like, what? It's my opinion. opinion. He's like, oh, you can like, enjoy it from your TV. opinion. <laughs> But that's but that but that's why I was laughing though because all like, he's pretty much like fuck your opinion, nigga. I run shit like yeah, bye. Get the fuck but, up. Come on, man. It's the Knicks. Like, the Knicks not doing too good right now. You know what I'm saying? They're tanking. Just, they, yeah, but it's like, you know, say, like, it's just like, what if, like, all the, you know, for us being Detroit fans, we, we whatever, when we're there, yeah, any of the forwards are, and, and they're walking out, yeah. we like, sell the fucking team. <laughs> and they say, well, you banned for life. Y'all niggas want to win on Super Bowl. <laughs> so, 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 so let me ask you this, man. So we, we we can admit that that was petty, but it was crazy that as well. Was petty. So so what what do you propose then? Because like they talking about like they're gonna they're gonna issue a statement to fans telling them to chill out. They paying their money. They technically I, I, it's such a it's such a catch twenty two. What you gonna do? Go around and police everything that's said about everyone? I like, mean, they already hard. listened to everything we saying anyway. One thing they gotta do is tap into this right here. Yeah. So, so, but fans be violating. No, spectators be violating. And That's I only true. say that because there was a story in the news, man. This lady got attacked by a jaguar. Oh, blow me! She got attacked by a jaguar. A jaguar. Um, in the Phoenix blimey. Zoo, um, there was a lady. What's this lady's name? Uh, I don't have. To. Uh, the woman, dumbass lady. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like a Rebecca. Dumbass Becky. So if your name is Rebecca, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> did you just hit your head? I did. <laughs> Chrome dome ass motherfucker. Uh, juggernaut <laughs> helmet having ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so you not know to do who episode <laughs> 54, bro. Oh, I man. love getting my shit pushed in. <laughs> Calm down, nigga. We gonna get it off. Like we gonna get the. Now you said bring off. the fire, bro. We, I just tiger uppercut with this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I host my show? Don't be getting mad at me. <laughs> fucking juggernaut. That's one nigga's just headbutt at the microphone. You said bring it this week, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. That's how that right. Jaguar was on his lady's right. ass. <laughs> she leaned in. So I'm not going to lie, right? I watched the video because I read shit, but then I had to go through and, you and watch the video. Okay. Um, the lady got attacked because she was trying to lean in. They, she said she wasn't taking a selfie, but then later on she said, I may or may not have or whatever. What? There was a little what? barrier of like flowers and it was a little small, little weak ass fence. And she leaned in and the Jaguar reached through the fence and scraped her up, right? Bitch, come here. At first I was like, man, she's stupid. Why she try to take a selfie? They made it like she jumped into the shit and this and that. She... The barrier was weak. It was the, a weak ass barrier. And it's like, well, there are signs posted. She should It don't matter. Bruh. It don't matter. She, this is 2019. Motherfuckers is pushing shit to the limit. Like the fuck. <laughs> but 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 there's a sense of entitlement. So this thing, I'm on the fence, right? On how mm-hmm. I feel about this. That's why I wanted to talk about it because I talk about it about like fans not being able to like control themselves and stay for. Because a nigga like me, I'm gonna stay behind the lines. And I don't had when I worked for the agency back in Detroit, I had court side seats because I was responsible for a lot of the sports uh, sponsorships. Um, like with the Pistons and with the Lions mm-hmm. and with the Red Wings and with the Tigers and shit, right? So we would get sweets or we would get like courtside shit or whatever. So I got to sit courtside a couple times. I'm not gonna talk shit because they right there. Literally, they could turn around and you know, say you just. It ain't even a matter of oh, you ain't gonna beat me up. Like you just don't want that type of attention on you. Right. Like you just there for the game, bro. Just chill and enjoy the experience. Uh, for me, I it might, it might depend on what. No, I'm, I'm not gonna say for me it depends because like with this whole like sport fan thing this is why for the longest i was sitting here saying um multiple episodes ago that like i did not like ohio because of like ohio people but no it ties in the ohio state people yes because it ties into that because i wasn't even trying to i'm bleeding blue to the day i die but it's like i don't sit here like i'm not about to go down there and be like starting no shit so i'm I'm trying to be cool with everybody and just be like yeah that's where i'm from and then they say here uh, well, fuck you then. Like, okay, like, well, you're tying this strictly to sports. I'm tired. I've I connected with the people from Ohio, like, just on some real nigga shit. You're talking about they strictly cool. from sports. I'm talking yeah, about strictly yeah. just from yeah, sports. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm talking about just, just so you know, because a third of our, our major listening audience is from Cleveland. I know so that. Just, and we okay. went out and we went back, we went back down that road on a different episode. And I was all like, yes, I fuck with people from down in there. Like, y'all are really cool. It's just the people that are not cool that I don't fuck with. Like, I probably will never step foot in Columbus because I'm telling you, I will go to jail because somebody will just sit here and say something and I'm... Yeah, I got you. So, other than that, though... 50-50 with the 40 from 30. That's right, other, other than that, though, we cool. You just said, just like you a state fan. We yeah. talk we our shit. We haven't come to fist we, the cuffs. Right. Yeah. We, so, you know, we, we know how to have that respectability to it as well, do, too. Do, let me ask you this. Do you do you be mindful of the barrier? <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> you know I go to the damn zoo and I'm sitting here. I go straight for where the lions is at and this shit start running around. I'm like, nope, that nope, glass nope, ain't going to uh, go. Nope. nope you know cool. what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to get too close. They be sitting here uh, on the glass and shit, sleeping on the glass. The kids be banging on it and shit. I'm like, no, nah, get the fuck away from well, there, well, man. Uh, this is my problem with it, right? Motherfuckers always got to be the exception to the rule. And and this is, this is off topic, but it's on topic. Do you right? not want to live, though? Like, what the fuck? What do you think is going to happen? Just I'm gonna pet this Jaguar right on his ass here. Smack. Blimey. <laughs> it's a, it's 
scratch, I'ma slap that Jaguar right on his ass. <laughs> nah, th- so this is my thing, man. Like, 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 I travel a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you was traveling a lot for for training for your job and stuff. Folks, you know when I say folks, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about the people in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> they want to question and argue shit all the time on the plane. I've seen people like, why do I have to sit down and strap my seat in? Why do I have to wait before I can get my suitcase out of the carry-on? And it's like, bro, sit your ass down. Like, we we have the, the, the cabin pressure is off, nigga. Just chill. Like it ain't even time for all of that. Like, well, why don't I? Go? I remember I was in Orlando at the airport. I never forget this. I was in Orlando at the airport and I was walking, walking, because you know, like you gotta go through like the the, the security checkpoint. Mm-hmm. And the lady stopped me and was like, stop. And then let the other line go. So I stopped. The dude behind me was like, why are you stopping? This is ridiculous. And then walked <laughs> around me and tried to like go. And they was like, whoa, sir, stop. You have to stop. This line is going to the left or right. whatever. And he was like, well, why do they have to go and I have to stop? And I was looking like, but you don't just, just shut the fuck up, man. Just like, chill. it's not going. What is you getting on there any sooner going to do? Nothing. We are we still going to take off at the same fucking time. Chill out. Get off they dick, nigga. <laughs> Get off my dick. Get off my dick. Get off my dick. <laughs> um, all right. So, another thing, man. Moving on. Moving on. Um, Sergi Baca. We watched this. We was at hey, your crib. We was at your crib. And Sergi Baca got into a, a fight with uh, Marquise Chris um, on Monday. They got ejected from the game. Apparently, uh, Marquise got knocked on the ground. No, no, Serge got fell on the ground. Marquise like gave him a look or said something to him, and then he got up and choked the shit out of this young nigga and slammed him to the post. Now, then it got it got sketchy, right? Because they started fighting, tussling. It was a tussle, right? So, so let me ask you this, because we was watching it and we kept rewinding it and stuff, right? I'm confused. And because you know, Serge is notorious for not connecting on his punches. Mm-hmm. I think it's partially on purpose. So there was a part of the fight where Serge had Dog lined up, mm-hmm. right? And he was about to end him, and it looked like Dog ducked, but we watched it like five times, and it looked like Serge had like pulled him. Out of the way of the punch, and it's like this way. It looked like I tried to swing on him, but I missed. Cause I don't think Dog was gonna like really duck that. Oh, there was you no saw way. It, there was no way he did was he gonna duck, duck that. Or, or, he ducked. Or, or did or it did was, it no, was, no 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 say did he duck it or did Serge pull him out the way while he was swinging? Okay. If I gotta if I gotta pick a side mm-hmm. and be firm on the side, he yeah. ducked. Okay. Because it looked like both. It looked like you saw a surge start to pull. And Cause I'm watching surge, the arm. You saw right, me. Right. I was watching the arm. You and had, all he that had thing. him locked, but as soon as like he was getting ready to throw it, it looked like surge started to pull. And as surge started to pull, is when he ducked. Also, it looked too. like a wrestling punch. Yes, it looked like a wrestling. So, punch. but looking at it, I was like, he ducked because you can you can see where here it was just getting ready, and he you can see his shoulders kind of come back up, and he he had that like <clears throat> turtle move. He turtle moved that bitch like. Ugh. So Serge is just a shitty puncher then, because he don't connect on shit, bro. But if, if he wouldn't have ducked, he had terrible to lined Wi-Fi. Up, but terrible he was, Wi-Fi. <laughs> he had bow and arrow. He, he was coming for it, but he just too slow with them arms, man. No, I mean I felt like he he had a good speed and he got reached, but it's just like, bro. And I only say that because like you don't get points for choking dog and then fighting him. Like hey, he. The, but did you see the way that he choked? He did. Cho- he did choke him like that nigga owed him money. Like boom, boom, boom. this he is the because bu- he, he, he he's African. Side. This is the bullshit. You come in here, you disrespect me. Huh? 
Do you not know what tribe I am from, motherfucker? I cannot get jiggy with this shit. You do not know me, motherfucker. I, I have no numbers on the credit card. Nobody touched the scanner. You want to see my war paint, hmm? <laughs> from far. No. <laughs> Bumbleware. <laughs> he just choked the <laughs> 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 Go fuck a goat. <laughs> That's probably what Marquis Chris. That's what he told you. African booty scratching ass nigga. Get your ass up. No. no. He said, go chase a buffalo. <laughs> Spear Chuck and Chumba Chew, motherfucker. You dress skirt, shimmy shimmy. <laughs> Dog got mad. Like, Wooly Walla, in, my, in my village. Right. Grass hut heaven, motherfucker. <laughs> He probably was like Carrie Hills and pussy tastes like honey nut Cheerios, Aww. motherfucker. Are they still together? I don't know. We don't talk don't about celebrity gossip on this show. Um, we don't know. But nah, so, so I, I think he he didn't do it. You don't get points for fake fighting, bro. If if he did like move him out the way on purpose, you don't get points for fake fighting. You don't. No, you don't. I'm sorry. Because he could have clearly instead of grabbing him, he could have just came around and haymaker the shit out of him. He could have uppercut the nigga. <laughs> But it was like a hockey fun. fight. Pull but the jersey off of the He just grabbed the. He choked him up like, 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 like. What did you say to me? <laughs> you have offended my ancestors. Where is my family? <laughs> Give us free. He's like, I'm a Look at me now. Look at me. <laughs> I am daddy now. <laughs> I am the captain. No, what was the shit? Uh, oh, blood diamonds. We are not partners. <laughs> Some, the right. devil is not welcome here. We gotta stop because there's some Africans that live downstairs from me, so we're gonna cut to some music. Oh, because I don't want them throwing spears through the floor. <laughs> oh, stay woke. Uh, this next track is called "I Got Us" by the homie Russ Hall, and then "Lights Down" by Famous Man and Audible Ruckus. Motherfucker. <laughs> Above it, never worry about them Cause they never see eye to eye They bottom feeders, they will never read us I got us Go ride them readers, we was never even I got us My Coliseum, this my Holland season I got us This my feasting, you ain't never even I got us Protect my crew, hold my niggas down I got us You surf my wave, I bet you fucking drown I got us Type of ish you never understand Just watching them serve and let them play hangman Demolishing obstacles Walking and talking like I could do anything possible Living like I got the modest touch We gon' get up and get off I was just working, baby, never off Whole team still ball How you feel about my losses? I was checking on them often 
flashbacks for the cause. Huh? Never forgetting where you're from. Huh? Black leather, no fonts. Huh? More pre-game bronze. Huh? I stay two feet, ten toes down, no problem. Huh? So you know it for a fact, my team may stay on. Talk to me. Talk to me. I feel like I got you divided. I feel like they want us divided. My pride will never deprive us. Baby, don't worry about it. I know that you know that I got us. Living lavish for the motherfuckers who ain't never happy. Trying to pray on my power. They bottom feeders, they will never read us. Go ride them readers, we was never eating. My Coliseum, this my Holland season. This my feasting, you ain't never eating. Protect my crew, hold my niggas down. My wave, I bet you fucking drown. I got it. Type of ish you never understand. Just watching them serve and let them play hangman. What up, though? It's Uncle Skeetar, and you are listening to the Inaudible Ruckus podcast. Okay, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Okay, you can also go to the website and cop you some merch, slash shop. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. An audible ruckus, motherfucker. Shawty, you can turn the lights down. The only thing I wanna hear is just the sounds of me kissing you, kissing me. I'm feeling you touching me. It's getting late and I'm still up. Waiting for my girl to call me up. Can't wait to feel her touch. I wanna let her know what's up. Can't wait for her to get home. I wanna get my grown man known. When I'm done singing this song, I'm gonna make it take your panties off. It's about that time. All day this thing's been on my mind. I think I should let you unwind before we start to up and grind. I can see it in your eyes, girl. It's about to go down this time. Bring your body here because it's showtime. Sounds of me kissing you, kissing me, I'm feeling you, touching me, I'm gonna caress your body, your body, ooh, you ain't gotta worry no more, I'm gonna take you to a place you've never been before, when you're not here it's hard to breathe and that's why I want you right here right next to me, I'm opening up to you girl, Tonight I'm gonna change your world Tonight I'm gonna give you my heart Tonight I'm gonna tear you apart I'm opening up to you, girl Tonight I'm gonna change your world Tonight I'm gonna give you my heart Tonight I'm gonna tear you Sounds of me kissing you, kissing me, I'm feeling you, touching me, I'm gonna caress your body, your body. Ooh, you ain't gotta worry no more. I'm gonna take it.
it to a place you've never been before When you're not here, it's hard to breathe And that's why I want you right here, right next to me I'm opening up to you, girl Tonight I'm gonna change your world Tonight I'm gonna give you my heart Tonight I'm gonna tear you apart I'm opening up to you, girl Tonight I'm gonna change your world Tonight I'm gonna give you my heart Tonight I'm gonna tear you Alright, y'all, we officially All back. Right, we back. <laughs> Just did a whole fucking 10 minutes and nobody heard it. Um, that was I Got Us by Russ Hall and then Lights Down by Famous. I'm here with Vinnie Mac. What up, though? What up, though? For the second time. <laughs> Coming back around on your ass. First, was it back for the first time? Back for the first time. So, um, you got a fucking concussion from banging your head up against nah, the No, don't bring that shit up now. No, nah, man, nigga. No, that was on that was on the other that was on the other show. I only I only bring it up because we talking about football. Okay, that's right. It's that time. Um, so a lot of free agency moves mm-hmm. happening and stuff. So we are gonna talk about the big shit and the implications of that. So Le'Veon okay. Bell signed with the Jets for four years, uh, fifty two million. Um, but only twenty five of that's guaranteed. You know we only pay attention to the guaranteed money, correct? Because you know these football contracts they backload a lot of them. And they, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they'll do some like snake shit where it's like, all right, we'll give you three years, but then like the third years where you make most of the money, but we'll cut you on the second year or mm-hmm. after the second year. So or we try to restructure some shit. kind of different way and shit and flip it around. Yeah. yeah. And, and so the, the thing with, with Le'Veon, it was interesting because he was trying to reset the market for running backs. And I don't think he was able to do it, but I, I remember when, uh, when Jimmy Graham for the, the Saints. Cause they used to have him lined up as like a wide receiver and stuff. He was trying to get paid like a wide receiver. And he was like, I want to be paid like that. So y'all got to do it. And they was like, no, nah, we're just going to cut you and then get the fuck home. Right. And I feel like that's the same thing that happened with uh, Le'Veon Bell. Because he's like, look, I'm a running back. Y'all got me lined up in the slot. Y'all got me catching passes, doing this and that. So what's your thoughts? So, I mean, it, he, he got after what he wanted to. So he might not have got what exactly he was shooting for. But yeah. you still made the point. You still brought attention to it as well, too. So... Good job. That's a win. Dog got paid. Yeah. That's, that's a win. He got the money. Um, going deeper into it, now we just got to see if he's going to be worth that guaranteed money. Yeah. Like you're like you're saying. Because is it the system? Yeah, when I said when we were <laughs> Exactly. <recording>. So, <laughs> like like you're like you were saying. Is it the, is it the is Pittsburgh it system? It? Right. Or what, is he really that nigga? Because you got a young quarterback in Sam Darnold, which ain't really, like we don't know yet. But the Jets is trying to build up that defense, which I think could be to his benefit. Because, you know, a strong run game and a strong defense will carry you far. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. Yep. But, um, you know, Pittsburgh is, is taking a lot of, of losses because they ended up trading Antonio Brown. Because you called that Le'Veon Bell was going to go mm-hmm. to the Jets. You called that. And then we called that on the last episode that Antonio Brown was going to go to the Raiders. Correct. So, they ended up trading him 
to the uh the Steelers ended up trading Antonio Brown for a third round pick and a fifth round pick. And then they restructured his deal to where it's worth uh it's worth a total maximum value of fifty four million, but it's three years fifty million because that extra like four is in incentives. Mm-hmm. But, and bonus. Yeah, but he only got thirty million of it that's guaranteed, which is a that's lot. the bag. That be that's that that leads us into that well it's not gonna lead us into it just mm-hmm. yet because we got some more, but what is just seem what it seems like and now with the free agency is just going after the bag. Yeah. So, I mean, when you got gonna, to, at, at 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 this point, bro, and, and we've discussed it. Like, is do you care about the love of the game or do you care about the love of the bag? And exactly. I feel like it's about the love of the bag because a lot of these people, as we get older and it's more accessibility and we understand what's going on in the league. They mistreat these players. They chew them up and they spit them out. When you look at, like, when we look at, at these people, especially in, in the NFL. Yeah, especially in the NFL, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They chew players up and spit these players out left and right. And a lot of these dudes, you know, they be the shit, and then they end up selling cars later. You feel Ain't me? Nothing wrong with selling cars. Ain't nothing wrong with selling cars. Metal Far Superstar, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with selling cars. But what I'm saying is, like, they'll leave you jobless with no pension or nothing if right. you don't make it a certain amount of years. And then you got to fend for yourself when your whole life has been dedicated to reaching this one point. Right. And then you don't have nothing else to fall back on. And that makes sense because, like, for me, me growing up, I didn't play sports. So mm-hmm. that, that whole mentality and attitude, I don't get that. So that's what begged the question for me of, like, so with us going in the free agency and we always make a big deal about the guaranteed money, yeah. how does that change the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, does that, because mm-hmm. from us being inner city and you want to get out, you either sold drugs, play sports, or you yeah. went to school or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So now with sports, do you grow up as a kid growing up going, man, I want to get this money? Or do you really sit here like, man, no, I want to go to the league now. Like, what? what I, is feel, the- I feel like it's, you go to the league to get money. It's only like a handful of niggas like that's like Kobe or Jordan where it's like, oh, man, I got to be the best and I got to be the greatest nigga mm-hmm. ever. Other than that, nah, like, I just feel like it's... um. You you going so that you can advance your 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 way of living so that you can get your family out of the hood. Right. You can advance your lifestyle. So that's why I, I ain't mad at it. I'm not Brown. mad either. It's um, just it, that's just the mindset that I it yeah. just it just had me uh, beg the question. I mean, everybody, the owners getting their money, the the coaches getting their money, the media people getting their money. So the players it, and I think like LeBron James and a bunch of other people is just starting to show like, nah, nigga, there's more to it than this and that. Right. Like, get your money. Like, like utilize. The, the position that you have as an athlete to get more money for yourself and your family. Right, because they want to exploit them. They want to exploit you, so exploit them. Yeah, basically. And that's, I feel like that's fair, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's a fair it's a fair thing in a relationship. Uh, speaking of relationships, Antonio Brown was looking all, like, super happy. He showed up at Derek Carr's <laughs> house. They hugged him. Hey, man, and yeah, we're going to sit here and win. Derek Carr will <laughs> not be there throwing you passes. That was actually him to, uh, showing him around to that house that he was buying. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh, that that's what that was? Yeah, that's what that was. Okay. That was like that was like it was a, still weak. It was a welcoming party of like Look, a cribs d- edition. If, if I'm near Derek Carr, you can go home. That's nigga. what it is. He was all like, okay, I'm here now, so I like your spot, so I'm just go ahead and take over your house because you're gonna be out of here. This is where we're gonna be throwing passes. No, nigga, you won't be here. We're gonna nigga. be throwing parties. <laughs> and, and shout out to my nigga Trey, man, because he he was like, um, he's an associate producer of the podcast. We argue in a group chat about stuff. And he was like, John Gruden got a trick up his sleeve. And clearly this was it. Um, I personally feel like, okay, shout out to Antonio Brown for getting the bag. But history has proven that superstar wide receivers don't win championships. True. How many uh, rings do Megatron got? None. How many rings do Julio Jones got? 
None. How many rings do Randy Moss got? None. How many do Terrell Owens got? It's, so you know you pay you overpay these wide receivers and it's like bruh I don't know I don't know if that's where necessarily where it is. So then are we gonna have the same conversation then uh, when um, the Browns got to restructure OBJ's contract? Yeah, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win a championship. I feel like they're gonna be competitive. So let, uh, I'm glad you segued into that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Browns traded for Odell Beckham Jr. and Olivier Vernon. Who know? I mean, whatever. That's on defense. Uh, but they traded those the the Browns traded away Jabril Peppers, your University of Michigan Wolverine, mm-hmm. and then a guard Kevin Zettler, um, and two uh, draft picks, uh, first round and a third round, so that they can get Odell Beckham and Olivier Vernon. So I feel like they're gonna have a squad. On paper, it looks good. So what's your expectation there for next season? Playoffs, playoffs or bust? Super Bowl or bust or like? Everybody saying Super Bowl. I don't necessarily say so because this is why. Um. They look good on paper. Mm-hmm. We've seen this before. It's football, though. You got to go through training camp. People got to stay healthy, all these things. Um, at first, I was like, oh, man, they about to take over the division because it's a tie turning. Like, you see Detroit trying to change their culture. You see Cleveland trying to change their culture. I feel like both of our, our, our franchises are kind of in the same boat as far as, like, we just been toiling away at the bottom and then kind of get to mediocrity and then sink back down. But I will say this. Uh... The Ravens turned around, like, because they, they lost uh, Terrell Suggs mm-hmm. to, to go to, um he went to the Cardinals, yep. his hometown, because he's from Arizona and stuff. Yeah, that's his last go And then I think C.J. Mosley, their linebacker, went to the Jets, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I think but the, the trade-off for them, though, losing Suggs is who they gained, though. Yeah, because they, they got Earl Thomas, <laughs> okay, Earl Thomas signed. And then they got Mark Ingram. Earl Thomas signed for $55 million with 32 of that guaranteed. And then Mark Ingram signed for $15 million. I don't know how much of it was guaranteed. But still, you know, that's like those yeah. are the pieces that you get. So it still makes the Ravens relevant. They used to, on the offensive side, too, yeah. what they're still trying to develop. So- if you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Because because the Ravens are a resilient franchise and so are the Steelers, so that makes that division just as tough. Like so, it doesn't necessarily change over the way you think it would. Right. So I mean, you know, but for Cleveland, man, I mean, you know, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry are boyfriends, so you know what I'm saying. They they caught, they was catching passes. I'm telling you, they're gonna be doing some kind of like three way like dance cha cha salsa thing, man, with Baker in there now. Cha cha, real smooth. But but it's gonna get it's gonna bring a, a lot of excitement though that. It's gonna it's gonna make me try to keep up with them as well too. Yeah. Just to watch I've been it. following them man a little bit. Right, that, I, that's why I when feel I like saw Hugh Jackson it, got dealt a raw hand. Yeah, man. when when I saw the news break and all that stuff, I, I thought about it because I was like, damn, because I remember you because you were telling me about it from yeah. you know watching them on HBO and all that They're and following nuts, Juice yeah. and all that. So I was like, okay, all right, well I'll give it a shot or whatever as well too. But now, I mean, 
it's it's just it's exciting to watch or whatever because like they was balling they're they gonna be they're gonna be real LSU. gritty yeah. they go if you really they're gonna be real gritty now gully grimy and gritty with those three with those three as well too and then you got kareem hunt yeah. that's gonna surface suspension without appealing it because he's like yeah. that's he, a smart he, move he, he got eight i think he got eight games eight games but yeah. I, that's smart to not appeal it because like you but you don't don't even do it just appeal just serve your time bro Cause that was the problem. The Remember when Zeke uh, Elliott got into that shit, and he, and he was kept like, trying no, to appeal it and no, stuff. Just, just and look, it, man. It fucked their season off. Just let it go. Just let it roll. Fuck the if situation. If you would have took them happened. four games at the beginning of the season, it would have been done. But they it carried on and it took place because they kept appealing it. And then in the middle of the season, it just like so. Now what that's out. gonna do? That's gonna give Nick Chubb his second shot there, two for eight games, and yeah. then when he come back. That's gonna set Chubb up to get paid too if he want to leave. Also, man, if you a running back, don't wear number twenty seven. This is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> this is cursed. Um, so we talked 27. about we talked about Terrell Suggs. We talked about Mark Ingram. Uh, Golden Tate signed with the Giants for thirty-seven million, twenty-three of his guaranteed. Ball out, dog. Man, whatever. He he he's not as good. He did his what we needed him to do, and I feel like he's not. He's like third tier. Yeah, but they, they're doing they're just trying to give uh, Eli some more chances for they kick him out. Yeah. They, they shift just like we about to get into the Lions too, but like I said, teams shift cultures and this and that, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to shift more into being a defensive oriented team with a strong running game. And they want to build their offense around Saquon Barkley. Yep. So they Which just is a need smart a, play. they just need a serviceable wide receiver to, to do To take the some job. pressure out there. And they was like, Who's next? Who we got? All right. Him. Who's the biggest name out there we can get? Yeah. So some other big names, Nick Foles, uh finally um, got out of the, the uh, limbo with uh, out of the friend zone with the Eagles because it's like we like you, we want to keep we you, keep but you we don't want to keep you, you around forever. Right. So he got out the friend zone. He agreed to terms for a four year deal for eighty eight million. Um, I don't know how much of it is guaranteed. They didn't release. I don't think they, they didn't. They didn't release it. So I don't think it's probably um, anything overly significant. But it's still he's, he's so he's well, I, I, he's signed with the Jaguars. I don't know if I said that. Then Tyron Matthew. They Bortles out of there. Bortles. Oh yeah. I think why? they said I think they said the Rams was trying to talk to Blake Bortles. For I don't know what? why. I can't even say this say his name that. without want to say like Boyles. Uh, Bortles. <laughs> Turning over the rock like Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my constituents. <laughs> um the honey badger, Tyron Matthew. Matthew uh, signed with the Chiefs for three years, forty-two million. Deshaun Jackson got traded to the back to the Eagles for some mm. draft picks. You think and that's you think he's gonna be welcome back there? Yeah, they don't care. He was part of a, a special moment with him and Vic and all that. They love him there. Okay. Um, Landon Collins, I think, went to the Redskins. Mm. The safety was there. So fuck all that. All right, right. Um, and then I think Ryan Tannehill got traded to. The he Titans. Went, yeah, he yeah. went to the Titans. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Wait, hold on. Okay, before go you ahead, dismiss that, go when ahead. I saw that, I'm going, okay, wait. So he just went to the Titans. Why did he go to the Titans and they already have Mariota? Back up. He's not going to start there. He's right, so that, but I'm just like, so what the hell are they trying to do with Tannehill? Do we have, do we have a conversation? He's going to back up Mariota. Mariota's not going anywhere. Maybe he's injury injury prone, though. So maybe that's their safety net. Yeah. That's, that's what that's I was wondering what that A lot of people just going around getting safety nets. I got you. Did we have the conversation that you wanted to have uh, this time around that we didn't record or that we did record? I don't know what about you're talking the, about the sports and the difference between being a free agent and the love of the game and shit. Yeah, we did that. We just With did the, that. Yeah, when we was talking about free agency. Like, no, did we do that when we didn't record? Oh, I forgot to hit record, or did we do that just now? We'll find out. 
<laughs> Shout out to Corona, dog. No, that wasn't, that wasn't no Corona, dog. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it was. I thought I had hit record and I didn't hit record. And I was like, Nigga oh. thought he turned the I stove went, on. <laughs> I went to check the time and the dope wasn't cooking in the pot. Man, thought uh, he had the stove on. We shit. had been talking for like Couldn't 10 be, minutes. Right. Could, I mean, straight flow. Straight flow. It was just good, like, too. Just like this. Like, just so y'all know. Nah, like, but it was talk, more. It was more. Yeah, when we talk, it's just like this. So y'all, y'all don't get any different if it's like recording. If or I not. hadn't told y'all, y'all wouldn't know. The only thing is probably a little bit more profanity and other shit that's said. But. Motherfuck, <laughs> shit ass bitch, skibbity bebop, sunny bone. Right. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker, blood clotting. Ross, Ross clotting. Suck your mother. Suck your mother. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, all right. Now that we got our profanity numbers up. Exactly. The Lions. I've reserved this this segment, this portion of this topic specifically for the Lions. So we are the, the New England Lions. We are the Detroit Patriots. They signed Danny Amendola <laughs> for a one-year deal. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's he a just, culture change. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. That, that's they a culture change. They signed Jason Coleman. They signed Trey Flowers, and they signed Jesse James. Flowers, that was Steelers. a good pickup. Yeah, that and was. Jesse James. Yes. So the badass. So that that's me next year. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on the Lions and on the Browns just because. That so, tie is going to turn so, so a lot of people got mad. It's like, why couldn't we go after OBJ? And and I was For just what? talking about it. We, we're building culture. Right. We are trying to, 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 you got the GM of the Patriots. You got the ex-coach of the Patriots, the ex-defensive coach of the Patriots. We're trying to build a defensive identity. And it takes time to implement that culture and, like, build with your guys. So he had to let it bleed out. He had to let a couple people go. And then he had to bring his guys in. Now, these guys are locker room adjustments. You feel That's what I'm it. saying? And, and, and it's to set the tone of the locker room. Because you remember before, because, you know, the Lions play in a dome. Always have played in a dome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made them practice outside. Mm-hmm. And they was mad about that. They was mad about him making certain schedules and this and that. He was trying to build a championship culture. And it's like, that's what That's you what want. you have to do. Yeah. You got to put in the work to get there. So get with it or, or not you yeah. know what i'm saying it, that's any that's anywhere you go culture change is huge and it takes the right people to, to do it so i like i like all those picks that they that they did i'm hopeful about it but you know it's just gonna take some time and some adjustments though but yeah. we we didn't go get obj because like okay just take his personality and everything that's that's not what we need mm-hmm. we don't we don't need that from him so that's a good fit we, for we, cleveland but that's why we did not go after We're him. not trying to build an ex- that explosive offense experiment failed. No. I'm not going to say failed, but like it, it ran its course. It fizzled. And, and, and I told y'all this before, man. Matthew Stafford, man, his the sun is setting on him. And I'm not, I don't have nothing against him. I'm just looking at the writing on the wall. We're transitioning over that high-octane offense that we was trying to be, like a Kansas City or or the Rams or like what Cleveland's trying to build and stuff. We're not that. We're mm-hmm. going to be a, a, a grit and grimy-ass team on defense, and we're just going to have a, a, a game-managing quarterback and a strong run game. And as soon as they find those pieces, that's what it's going to be. So then that's my question. And so, okay, if, if you think that Stafford is out, like not out, but like on his way, mm-hmm. kind of out. Who do you see us kind of going after, or yet. or is there somebody up and coming that Mm-mm. might slide in there, or something like that? I don't know yet hmm. because it could be. I don't know. It's too crazy. You could say somebody. Kyler Murray. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Um, it's got. It's gonna be somebody's backup, right? Or somebody like like you said, like like we look at uh, Mariota and Tannehill. 
Or you feel what I'm saying? Or Man, like a, it's gonna be boils. <laughs> Blake Boils. <laughs> Blake Bortles. No, nah, but it's, it's gonna be some bum. You feel what I'm saying? Curry. Or like a Teddy Two Glove uh Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater's a game managing motherfucker. Like I, I don't want that nigga on my team. No. But or like a Colin Kaepernick or somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's gonna be Man, just we somebody get capped, that's a though, system. That'd be dope. Bro, no. What are you talking about? From what standpoint? From what dope. standpoint? Because Just from the PR standpoint? Yes. Because on that, the that field P- wise, Cap was not a dope quarterback. But that, but that PR though for the city to help, come on, man. I, I'm with you. That's on grand. That. Okay. That's, okay. I'm okay. thinking grand scale. Okay. Okay. I ain't, for, I, I, as far I, I, as team, with you. I'm in the car with you on that. As one. far as team, like, yeah. but as far as like the name, don't act like there, don't act like he was a top tier quarterback even when he was like. At no, the that, peak was of his game. that was just yeah, the system. That was just the system that he was in and you. optimized him as Thank a player you. in that Thank system. You. Now we can okay. really say we can say that shit because he won his case and this and that. But like, Colin right. Kaepernick was not your favorite quarterback. No, his mechanics was off. Even, this is before all the controversy and shit, man. I remember Kurt Warner was like, "Yeah, I went out to Arizona to work out with him, and his mechanics were just. I'm just trying to help him get his mechanics right." Because exactly. it's just, it's, and it's and you like, can bro, tell. you can watch. It was just you can like, tell. Bro. He was just the perfect person in that system and was just maximized to his potential. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. But as far as like the name of Kaepernick to sell jerseys to boost revenue for the bag, and then the other PR that comes in for the city of Detroit, yeah. yes, yeah. we'll see. Because uh, again, I don't have no speculation. I just feel like just the way that they shifted, they may draft another quarterback. They may, you know, what I'm saying I don't know, but I just feel like I've seen teams transition off from other people. Like for instance. The Giants are transitioning off from Odell Beckham when they traded him. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's stupid. Why did you trade him? It's like, well, we want to build around Saquon Barkley. That's so, the new way. So we're going to build our defense up. That's why they got Jabril Peppers, a defensive player. And it's like, all right. And then we're going to have Eli be in there for a little bit more, maybe draft a quarterback this year or next year. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be defensive with a strong run game. That's it. Because that's what a lot of teams have seen more success. I said earlier, having a superstar wide receiver doesn't necessarily equate to wins. Nope. You know, or championships, I should say. So, you know, that high octane offense is cool till you get into the playoffs, and then it's cold outside and it's raining, and you know what I'm saying? That's like it. they then they knocking niggas' do. heads off because you saw the Super Bowl, nigga. Mm-hmm. The, the high octane offense that the Rams had didn't do shit against a strong defense. Nope. So uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Um. So moving on, that's all football news, man. Um, yep. But guess what? What? Skid, I'm coming for you, nigga. <laughs> The Harlem Heat. I like that segue. That was a good segue. The Harlem Heat got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2019. So the Harlem Heat consisted of Booker T and Stevie Ray. That's what's up. Who are not really Booker the Harlem T. Heat. They're really the Houston Heat. Both these niggas from Houston. They are real brothers. Booker T. And I said I said that to you offline. I was like, I was like, man, they was real brothers. You was like, yeah, you didn't know that. I was like, nigga, Undertaker and Kane wasn't real brothers. You had to you had to look past the story part of it, but yeah, they was. Yeah, they was. I just know Stevie I, Ray I was trash. Still, Booker T always had Stevie to say Stevie was Ray. Super trash. He was super. Trash. What was his move? Trash, did he have a pedigree? Or no, he did. No, the, he man, did he the double some, arm suplex. He had some. 
his move was his shit was whack. Okay? He, he holds you and then he take his straps off and then he That's hook it. your arms and then he lift you and then dump you on your side. That was that's it. all I remember about Stevie Ray. And then the video game, he was whack on the video. That game. was it. I mean, he had no, he had nothing to it. His character development either. That was it. It was all just Booker. They, they, and then he retired early and just became like a commentator and then stayed in WW WCW. Book was and Booker was like fuck that. I'm about Book to be a star. He's like, I'm I'm going after because you know his events was gonna happen though. But that's real that's real dope for them. Proud, you know, that they made it as well too. So. I, I remember vibing out to them because Booker was like a demonstration. They, 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 they was I'm trying to think as far as black oh, black tag teams. It was pretty much Hey, do you know what tomorrow is though? Since we're on the topic of wrestling right now? What? What's tomorrow? We already had 313 Day. Saturday? Nick, what's the date tomorrow? Oh, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nigga, I'm stunnering somebody tomorrow. Okay, fucking don't, don't stunner me because I'm a grown ass man. I'm about to download all kind of Stone Cold I ringers, fuck, I notifications, got, I got stunner, and everything. I got tomorrow. stunner one time as a kid and it fucked my my job, and I was like, bro, if you stunner me again, I will stab I'm you. I'm buying me a I six had a pack knife of beer, locker. and I'm gonna sit here and just go around and and we in Texas too, so I know it's gonna be lit for Austin. So man, so what? I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. Okay. So I heard it on a podcast, and we, they was talking, and I wanted to run this by you and the Inaudibles, right? Uh huh. Because I tuned out of wrestling, I think around the time when they started when they did the draft, because I didn't have cable, and all my favorite wrestlers went to Raw, and then they went to SmackDown. This was back in like oh four, oh five, oh two ish, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I lost track, but I, I tried to pop back in and I just couldn't get with it. But I was able to pick up on certain people, but then I popped back out of it again and stuff. I don't know nobody no more now, really. Yeah. So, but no, this, this is our era though, so we good. We good. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember how prominent The Rock was, right? We all know. We that, all know. Like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay, okay. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. No, what you gotta say? No, cause look, man, that's like, uh, everybody's everybody's comfortable and they like skin or whatever so mm-hmm. like me growing like me growing up and then being in that phase of wrestling like undertaker well i can go back even in like the 80s wrestlers but like 90 wrestlers or whatever yeah. like undertaker stone cold the rock like yeah. th- those are my dude like you can the raw I'm, era. I'm right i'm riding for them so yeah. like especially the attitude the, era, even I mean. from when the rock was rocky my via nation diamond nation all that even before then and he was tataka so huh mm-hmm. okay from way back then, and then once he like blew up and everything, I wanted to be like I wanted to be the Rock. Like I yeah. shit you not. Like mil- everybody, every, everybody, people, eyebrow, all that shit. So like that's my that's my dude. I follow him out. Like that's my dude. Like that's the one. That's probably one person ever that like you know how you see you get like starstruck and all yeah. that shit. Like I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. So I only I'm glad you said that because the Rock I feel like transcended wrestling. Like we yes. we remember Hulk Hogan and all yes. them niggas and that. But the Rock like became a bankable movie star and the a wrestler James at the same time. Well, so that's the thing though. He was, but I think they and I, I was listening to experts because again I had tuned out. But they mm. was talking about how he probably had a good three year run where he was the like the top wrestler mm-hmm. and the top movie star. That's yes. what they was comparing it to. Yes, he, yes And they he said did. nobody else was able to do that except for, they said, John Cena. Yes. Because John Cena, and they said John Cena has pretty much had like a 10 year run where he's been in movies and been a top guy in yes. wrestling. Because you know, a lot of times you, you do one or the other, you phase out mm-hmm. of one and this and that. He did but simultaneous. Like, yeah. Because so, the Rock, so do you the agree Rock with said that? it. I do because okay. the Rock set it up for that, and I'm a, I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it this far just because it might apply that way. But mm-hmm. like by the Rock, I'm a, I'm gonna play the race card just because to me it makes sense. So 
he you know he's mixed so it's not just like by me playing the black card he's mm-hmm. mixed so he's he has other stuff in his blood so it's not just like i'm playing the black card or whatever he started that because he's marketable that way because you see how he carries himself and all of that then you enter john cena and his whole character and everything yeah. the whole americanized vibe of it or whatever yeah. and that shit boom hey he had niggas around talking about you dude, can't see exactly me. you know like the army guy this and that so he rolled that wave and then by him being that kind of like stereo not stereotypical but just like that army white dude or whatever yeah. that's that helped him kind of do that at the same time mm, I, got so I got no problem with that like but he was very much hip-hop he was very, wearing a jersey. He jerseys, was very much. He was very and, 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 and rapping and I love his story because like when he was developing that, not a lot of people was fucking with it. Yeah. It took a while for it to catch on, and when it caught on, then it was a craze and all that stuff. And and since then, and like for a minute there, I was kind of just dis- I was disgusted in a little bit because I just saw like, man, this John Cena dude is just annoying. I'm like, uh, but I thought about when we was growing up in like the rock and all that shit, like yeah. That person is this new era, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I respect him for that because I'm like, for that era, yes, he's that guy for that era. And and see, so I haven't been following it since then. Like, I feel like John Cena was like the last guy; to, he was the man when I left mm-hmm. off of it. So for the inaudibles out there, whoever's who is it now? Think, yeah, who's who is uh, it now? Well, Seth Rollins, I think it's probably still relevant. And then uh, there's another guy that I can't remember his name right now, but that dude is too. Because I can't watch. They it got anymore. a couple. They got a couple that are just like as far as like the names kind of go still but um i know seth rollins is one damn i can't keep up because i don't i don't yeah. know none of these dudes. i mean bro it's, aj it's styles so there it is okay aj styles is another one see i, was, I had to reach what i had to reach for you, that one your guess is it. as good as mine no that, that aj if i'm wrong they'll tell me i'm wrong but i know those are two names to like that's like in this current era I know I'm probably missing a couple more because I'm just not that in tune with it. I got a my, my other bro. He does. So yeah. I can easily reach out to him. But yeah. but he, he he's keeping me hip on the divas, though. Well, that's all niggas give a fuck about. Who, who got the titties? <laughs> the puppies. The puppies. <laughs> Shout out. Whoop their ass like Jerry Lawler. The puppies. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to cut to some music, man. This is Best of Me by d Easy. Up out of DC and then words of the bars by the homie JC Seals the third. Make sure y'all come out to Warehouse Live on the 29th of March. That's in a couple weeks for the It's Just Rap Show. It is also my birthday. Motherfucker. And we're gonna be up in that bitch. Turned up. Alright, y'all. It's not a ruckus. Motherfucker. Before we was royalty, all we had was loyalty. When I couldn't spoil her, 
Lil' mama will spoil me She hurtin', I make a smile Been through hell, now we in the clouds When the ground was slow, always let me know No matter what, boo, I'm proud Laughing like, boy, look at you now Exes be texting, they call the vapors She mean the world, she know I love her Same time I fuck her as if I hate her Steady and ready, she lift it up Sliding and ride it, I pick it up Beat it, pull out, and then eat it up After I kill it, I clean her up Gave her my show curtains, close them up Going to sleep while I rollin' up we shoot through the day, once the moon is full, we come out the play Hydro plane and watch she lighting a J Fuck up the city, just me and my bae Sticking with me, give a fuck what they say Disrespect us and I'm all right away Loyal to the soil, that's how I stay Death before the sound, I know of the way Joined at the hip, for life this is it Just me and my bitch, trip Not that she in pain, then it be anemic Been through a lot, never changed on a nigga No matter what, stay the same on a nigga Pussy is power, problems devour Every time she put that thing on a nigga She always right That's why I never left Love me at my worst She deserved me at my best Spot in my heart, never changed that Now a woman alive can rearrange that Obstacles, you know we overcame that If a shot was set, my shorty bang back my woody, my round, anything I need, she holding me down. Moving forward, never holding me back. Go get a gold digger, plus she can scrap. Educated, sexy, been all in since the day she met me. Been all out since the day I met her. Even if we part ways, never forget her. But fuck that breakup. If it happen, guarantee we gon' make up. Real talk to my G's, gotta keep it G. Ain't got O and E, better wake up. Yeah, loyal to the soil, that's how I stay. Death before dishonor, no other way. Joined at the hip, for life, this is it. Just me and my bitch, trip. Your boy Uncle Skeetar, also known as the most electrifying man in podcasting. Okay, speaking of, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in an audible ruckus. So I need you to go subscribe, tell your friends, man, to check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Also, go to the website, inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Follow us on social media. Okay, on Instagram, it's inaudibleruckus underscore podcast. And then the Facebook page is inaudibleruckus podcast. Okay, solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker.
little cousin said I'm saucing on them hoes And I don't know what that means Cause I'm too damn old to keep up with these teens My attitude is fuck you, pay me My favorite color green I get zooted on the daily, my nigga It's a routine, I like my women real Fuck all that makeup and weave She said it makes her feel pretty That's just low self-esteem But if you like it, then I love it Baby girl, drop them drops Like Bootsy Badass I'm a dog, I'm a dog You don't hear me though Hell nah, you don't hear me though The little tosser boy The people love him Everywhere he go He represents for the town I disappear like a magician They pop up on your ass like Ta-da, she said Damn, nigga Where the fuck you been? Where the fuck you been, nigga? Where the fuck you been? She said, damn, nigga, where the fuck you been? I said, the same place, shit, trying to stack my ends. And you already know, a nigga like me got to keep a low pro. F-I-L-E, shit, it's J to the C, the H-N-I-C. Head nigga in charge, word to the bar, she said. Ooh, and I like it. In the same color as a camel The girl was something else The average nigga couldn't handle her But me, on the other hand I had that shit on lock I used to dick her down good When I went to a spot She would call me on the phone like Nigga, where you at? Nigga, where you at? N- nigga, where you at? She said, it's been too long, my nigga, where you at? I said, I'm on my way right now. She said, all right, bet. And you already know. A nigga like me gotta keep a low pro. F-I-L-E, so when I get to the dough, make sure it's unlocked. I ain't even finna knock. I'm walking in, giving cock. She said, Ooh, she said. and I like it. Ooh. JC Seals the third. Y'all know what time it is, man. It's time for Mama Low. Mama, Mama Low, y'all. Turp. 
Yeah. <laughs> the whole third segment, we got halfway through it and forgot to record. Oh hey, wait, God. you can't say we, though, because you the one over there. I'm the producer. It's on me. Yeah, it's you me. over there cooking. Responsibility. I'm just smelling right, right now. Producer, to the recipe. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's Coronas, up? Monster Coronas. No, too weak. Shout out to Corona. Hey. <laughs> All right, so now we got you on here because for your expert opinion, Ma. So a couple of things. Uh-oh. What's your thoughts on this school scandal, right? Because me and Vince was talking about how important our moms, like, stress the importance well, of the, education. The, I thought about that. And so, you know, rich people just don't have nothing else better to do. <laughs> they just don't. They just, they just don't. If because... you had, the, if you had the money, would you have paid my way through college? Like, like, just Hell paid. Nah. <laughs> Damn. You have seventy five thousand. She'd have been doing other shit with that money. If you had seventy five thousand, you wouldn't have paid a nigga to slide me in through the side door at a a, a fancy school. No. Damn. But you said education was important, right? But what kind of lesson would that would have taught you? It is important. It ain't that important. (laughs) No, it it is important. It's important. Look at look at you now. I know, but you would if, if somebody would you if now. you could have paid somebody and we could have saved that money. If the bullfrog had wings, he wouldn't be bumping his ass against the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so give us your take, Mama. Give us your take. Well, the thing about it is, is that going to college is your child's experience. It's mm-hmm. not mine. Mm-hmm. I can only say this is what I want for you. Education is important. It paves the way for your future. Okay, so if I paid your way, that means I will be paying your way for everything for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a respect thing. You, that, that was disrespect to their children right. because what those two girls dropped out yeah. because of, they they know they were gonna be bullied. Mm-hmm. Okay, they walking around there flipping their hair and everything and trying to act like they got it going on, and they and they knew they knew. They knew they had got paid. They knew they was dumb as a box of rocks and they wasn't even supposed to be there. Exactly. Correct. Let's take it back to when people wanted me to put you in Country Day and Brother Rice and all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We could have easily did that. Those are private schools in Detroit for the listeners out there. But I made a conscious decision to keep you in a public sector so that you could learn what you needed to do and so that it would be your experience all the way through. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying your way for something... How do I know you're getting it? Mm-hmm. How do I know that you are making your own way? Okay. Now they would they would never have experienced bullying if if it had not come out in the news. But guess what? If you go on your own, you you experience every kind of experience in going to college that you need to experience. Yeah. Because you make the experience as a child. Mm-hmm. You ain't all up in there talking about, I'm here because my mama made sure, you know. <laughs> you, Shit, you know, some of them you, kids was, man. Like, when I was going through, some of them kids was in there flaunting that stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. My daddy's going to. My daddy. Me. Ha, ha, well, ha, ha. Well, well, okay. When I was going, when you were little, remember, I was at Henry Ford Community. Mm-hmm. I realized white kids only go to school to get their trust money. Okay, yeah. we in there to get education and get, to have a career mm-hmm. and to make money. So, you know, let, so times that times the, the the 10 times to 100 times of what is going on now and what these people just did. Right. They have nothing better to do. 
and that means they didn't believe in their kids. But they also taking away opportunities from people from the inner city. But this is my other comment that I'm going to make. Is they don't have, like, I had time for you. I experienced college through you by making sure you were there. Mm -hmm. They didn't have time. Hey, I spend the money just let them show up they never sat down with their daughters and said where would you like to go uh, what would you like to do what do you want to be how mm-hmm. do you want to get there so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an actress I'm making all this money let me just pay for you to go in here and shortcut it yeah. okay you can't shortcut people's lives mm-hmm. okay you can't, can't shortcut people's you can't, you can't people's treat lives. the grind Right. So the bottom line is, is that, you know, they didn't have to, that. That's a clear indication of rich white folks don't have time for their children. Yeah. Oh, that clear is a, that's a good deeper issue. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's real. That's we, we, a real. That's, that's a, a that's real a, deeper that's a, that's issue a topic to that. For another day. We, yeah. got bring, we got to bring some white folks on here and talk to them and ask them. Well, hold on <laughs> here. My daycare service is the blessing that God bless it best that money can buy. Damn it, I do have time for my children. <laughs> but the thing about it is, God that bless it, Kathy. And that and that's why you have children that that go in places and kill people mm-hmm. and, and do all of that. Daddy you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Change my underwear. I was there, damn it! I was Take there on the iPad. The we were so facetiming. What did the girl say on TV? Clearly, oh, I was, I'm only there for the partying and the what? Okay, come on now. That's Y'all a damn thing. And, and the experience of being in college and partying, and the experience of going in the classroom and getting a, a thoroughbred education is two different things. Mm-hmm. And okay, we all know what the what getting in college is about okay remember orientation yeah. we sat there if i if i had spent the money then i wouldn't have had to go to orientation yeah okay orientation is a very important part of college yeah they skip all over that so they don't even so they've taught their daughters hey buy your way buy your way anywhere you want to go if that's the case i could have bought you to be a cute yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i could have bought you to i could have bought you to have anything in the world that you want yeah um. <laughs> okay. but, but guess what? Don't know what to talk about. But guess what? They clearly showed that they wasted their parents' money Coo-coo. too. Coo-coo. She got on there. Well, she did. She got on there and revealed how stupid she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only here for the partying and the. Come on. Like, are you serious? Change the subjects though, real quick. Because I want to get your take. I, I appreciate your take on that, but I want to get your take on this. So it's been, you know, it, we about to get ready for the 2020 election or whatever. We all know how we stand on this show or whatever. Um, as far as like how we think about voting, but I wanted to ask you because a certain topic that they've been asking a lot of the Democratic uh, candidates is where they stand as far as giving Black folks reparations for slavery, and I wanted to know what your thoughts on that was. Do you think they should give Black people money to to make up for yeah. slavery? They they should give us money. Period. I think either that or what? they should but waive taxes. What, but, what if they waived your the federal sad, tax? But, but this is the sad thing about that. Black people with money are dangerous. Exactly. That was well, gonna, no, what's, that what's, was going to be my point. Like, if we gave them money, like, who do we give that to? Because you know, there's a lot of people that really don't know the history behind it, and the, they're just getting money well, okay, for nothing. Okay, but but and they're going to act stupid. But let me propose this to y'all, so mama, so, mama, so mama. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to do our research to see why was money created. Mama, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this: What if instead of giving out checks, right, so that y'all can go buy Escalades and rims, what if they just like 
waived your federal taxes or waived your state tax so that you didn't have to pay those but taxes. But you still gonna go out and exactly, still it's still the same thing. Something crazy with that money, right? Once again, let me make the decision for myself. Damn it! If I want to roll on doves, I want to roll on doves. If I want to throw, but wait, but wait, but what does that? But what does that really do though? Along with giving, it's more money in your pocket. Black people the money. There comes a level of teaching them and educating them. Okay. Okay, but you and can't. We, we can educate ourselves. Just give us the money. We'll figure it out. Right, but what? But what is like? So then, so we, wait, wait. We'll spend okay. seventy five thousand to put our kids in, to cheat and get our kids to go to <laughs> right. We'll school. do that. We'll do that. Shit. But yeah. like, so Lauren and Vince, let me just say this, and I've said this probably for the last twenty years. We are we are still slaves. We that we are just allowed to wear clothes and be free and be dressed. We are still enslaved. We enslave ourselves. They they make us and think that even, we're free. And it's not even about money. It's not about money. It's about a mindset. We still we still hope because you can't go any further than what you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So reparations okay. won't free us. No. It, no, money, it's not about money. It's about your mindset. Mm-hmm. When you free your mind, then everything else will follow. Yeah. So That's the right. bottom line is, is that why are we? Why? Why do we think we have to live that slave mentality even today? Mm-hmm. Why do we feel we have to be subservient people? To and who are we subservient to? You know, we're the ones that's drawing the lines on the grid. We're the ones that's saying, be a Democrat, be a Republican, be black, be white, be gay, be be straight, be bi, be whatever. I mean, we're the ones that's doing that. Mm-hmm. Be a slave, be free. I mean, why? Why can't you live? It goes back to the pursuit of happiness from the last show. Mm-hmm. Once again, slavery was a way to keep people down and tell people what to do. Yeah. Okay. If that's the case, parents enslave their children. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that's the case, you know, husbands enslave their wives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not and no some some of that is not and see women are, are underpaid. So are you gonna say black people are? Black women are underpaid and can't make the same they make the same decisions that prestigious white men do, but they're not paid half of that money. So it's at the end of the day, sometimes it's not about the money. It's about self-worth and what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Because one thing I know about black people is, is that we know how to live off a dollar. White folks don't. Yeah. They kill themselves. And, and as soon they as they get, what? I won't be able to pay 75000 to sneak my child into college? Fuck it. Get the I got to send them for another fucking vacation <laughs> well, off to the them islands. <laughs> kill them the yeah. fuck off. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is that we made it for the white people on this show, man. They gonna cancel us. They if, gonna, how they gonna they cancel you? Give us all <laughs> right. Don't uh-huh. get it twisted. Money does help you live a smoother life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm saying that the problems that we have are so deeply entrenched and deeply rooted that if you're not going to the root of the problem. You ain't never gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. You, you're gonna create a whole nother problem trying to get some food, some money to do something with it that they so don't wait, even know. So, so wait, so you, are you pro reparations or not? Because at first you said you was, now you're saying that it's not gonna solve nothing. It's not gonna solve anything. But I, you still I'm think they should it, have it? 
Okay, then. All right, then. So, yeah, let us figure it out. That's what I said. Give us the money, and we'll figure out what the fuck to do with it from there. Preach. All right, ma. Uh, okay, all it is is y'all go buy more weed, more That's it. And, and Corona. And Corona. That's it. And Adidas. Yep. And become alcoholic. Hey, and record podcasts. That's <laughs> it. And go bowling. All That's y'all it. gonna do is do that with the money. And play Xbox. Who, who, gonna, who, gonna, who gonna stick it up under their mattress? I'm not even saying put it in We gonna, gonna party like it. it's 19. Hold up, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it makes people think, you know. But I just think today we're just well dressed slaves and we got a little bit of change in our pocket. That's it. You know, we're sharecropping. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Because, I mean, the more you make, the more the government want to take back. So, I mean, are you really getting money? And the more money they give you, the government is going to figure out a way to get their portion out of it. Mm-hmm. So, if they give you more, then they're going to take more. That's it. Yeah. And we're going right. to break even. Appreciate you, Mama. Look, breaking down the game as always. <laughs> well, as always, an audible rocket. <laughs> Y'all have a good evening, gentlemen. Right, have a night, too. Ma. We'll be back after these commercials, man. It's an audible ruckus. Ma fucker. If you're looking to tell your story through visuals that will interest your audience and keep their attention, then you need to check out Design Nerd. Design Nerd offers graphic design services for both your print and digital needs. With everything from website landing pages, social media graphics, flyers, and brochures. To contact for more information, make sure you call Emmanuel Shaw at 818-939-9429 or email at hello.designnerd at gmail.com. Just slap him upside the head. Tell everybody hi. It doesn't matter if you tell everybody. <laughs> beat your ass. <laughs> Nigga, get the fuck on. Just remember, you can stun her his ass first thing in the morning. Just, just remember, first thing in the morning. It's, it's Let just, me close off our show. Let's throw some order up in here. See, oh, that's why you need a gavel. Order, order in the court. Bang the gavel. This has order been in episode 154. Of the Inaudible Ruckus podcast. My bad, I had to regulate up in my crib because these yeah, niggas forgot shit. who they were talking to. Okay? Do the outro. I'm Uncle Skeetor, and you can go subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, basically everywhere podcast is. Cop some merch, inaudibleruckus.com. Check out the Front Porch Mix featuring some of the dopest artists from around the country. If you want to advertise with us or if you want to submit us some music to be played, make sure it's dope, though. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? It's at least quality and mix and master. Don't be sending, oh, like, I know we started off, like, for the streets and this and that. We still for the streets. But don't send me no janky-ass shit that you recorded on your iPhone in somebody's bathroom, bro. I'm sorry. We elevating, so y'all got to elevate, too. I want to grow together. Uh, InaudibleRuckusPodcast at gmail.com. Okay, uh, look out. We got a lot of things that we're working on and stuff, man. Um, trying to partner up on some things. I started the new job, man, but they got me sitting on the bench. So, you know what I'm saying? And I can't really disclose a lot of what goes on with that shit. So, just be patient. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to get to the money and then utilize that money to build a brand up. You feel me? But, uh, yeah. So, appreciate y'all. As always, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend because as long as I keep getting my listeners up, I still got leverage to get more money. And then with more money comes, you know what I'm saying, more ideas and stuff that I got going because I really want to take this thing to another level. And I really wish that y'all would support. Please, somebody out there, support. And Vinny Mac is, is back um, yeah. regularly in the rotation. 
until they, until they play around. But and, we'll see. Until his schedule we'll changes. See. But, you know, because it's, it's all, it's, you know, we're still going to have E-Ray and Smiles and Free and stuff. We're going to have them call in and stuff. But we still want to um, start to elevate into doing more, like, uh, video type shit and this and that. So having somebody in this, it, I'll say in the studio, but, like. This is a studio, this, man. Yeah. It's all good. An Audible Rocket Studios, god damn it. Motherfucker. So, yeah, keep this shit booming. It's not a baruckus. Motherfucker. I'm on the payroll of the school. I'm on the payroll of the school. I warned you about the bang of the furnace, but you wouldn't listen. The party done.